Plastic. That, that was nostalgic. That was everything I needed it to be. I didn't see it coming. Element of surprise. God damn you! Just don't, just don't Good slap shit. me. Just don't slap me. Never that. But uh, I'm not gonna stare hard and long at your ass as you run off either. I heard that was something. He did. I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up. But but what I will say that uh, I am Quincy Jones. Go. Yes, and I am uh, the, of course the only hip hop hybrid in the universe of hip hop and pro wrestling. It is I D O C L E S N A R Five Star Bars Doc Lesnar. Man, I want to say thank you also for being the best damn tag team partner as always. Mm-hmm. Um, getting me back, helping me get back. You know what I'm saying? Giving me the hot tag. Yeah. Music is still going good, man. Yeah. Uh, I still promise y'all I'm probably going to release something else before the the year end up. Please do. Um, but I want to thank y'all for always doing what y'all do and that support what we do, man. And um, I can't thank y'all enough. So the mm. numbers are still going, man. You know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you know, totally super duper uh, braggadocious when it comes to these stats. It's just a whole new forum for me. Um, but it's, it's it's real humbling. So yeah. I just wanted to take time out to uh, just say thank you for that, man. But yeah. now that we uh, we already. Yeah. Did all that music uh, hubba blub. You know what <laughs> I mean? Let's get into the wrestling world. Yeah. Uh, we did have a pay-per-view, if y'all didn't remember. A pape. It yeah, probably yeah. didn't feel like Not such. a takeover of pape. It was on a Sunday. Not a special event. No, it was just a it was just a, <laughs> a game of war, it would seem. Uh, I mean, not bad. I mean, uh, definitely, I felt like there were differences uh, to the traditional, um, you know, uh, I guess I won't say production or Broadcast it is war games. We or, or, con- one or conflicts, uh, conflict resolution, as, yeah, yeah, as yeah. Casey called it. Yeah, there you go. You know, uh, we've witnessed one live, uh, which it was a treat. Definitely, it, it is hard to yeah, see. Yeah, that was cool. I can't, I can't imagine uh, seeing a hell in a cell, man. You know, they talk about that. You know whole... what it was? It's because the lighting was really different in that venue. Mm-hmm. Had it been at like the full cell where the you know because they've they've been able to kind of brighten it up in there. Yeah, and hey, it's better than that red light cell thing oh, they were doing for a while. But geez. you know. Disregard that war games, you know, it, it did stick to some of the traditional things, which was the fact that it did, you know, kind of bookend the show, you know, open up with one war games, end with war games. I think it was a five match card. We had a, a cruiserweight I, title match, tag team title match. I do match, have a confession. I and did, a hair versus hair match. Yeah. I did not still catch all of the paper. I just watched no, um, no problem. the hair versus hair match. Yeah. And the men's uh, war games match. Um, I don't know. It's just something about you know me. I'm weird when when it comes to uh, them doing the war games and they tie up certain champions within those matches so that we can't even get like singles matches. Yeah, uh, we did have the tag team championship match, so that was a really good one. I actually did catch as well. Oh yeah, no, um, definitely. Uh, was surprised we didn't couldn't just get the the eventual reveal that we got this NXT just on the pape um, because. <laughs> Hey, uh, we'll get into that later. Pat on the back for I think you and myself because we, I had three picks of who it was who it could have been. Oh, are you talking about what the shaman? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was like, yeah, you didn't really specify what you're talking about there in terms of review. Oh, you're I'm sorry. About, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the MSK thing, yeah, I'm sorry about yeah, that. Got yeah, got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was uh, this week, and I'm sure we'll get into that. But yeah, the only thing I'll say, I mean, 
if you guys follow me on Twitter, and and I apparently I'm sorry if I I, I might have spoiled. No. <laughs> I, I felt like I kept trying to put the hashtag. I like okay, if you see this, you know I'm I'm talking about war games right now. See, you know see, I, mean? I did. I, I'm I'm at the end of the day. I'm going through like the order of of how I'm getting my notifications. So I'm seeing all. The, I'm going through the Twitter stuff, and then I see oh Doc, wait, this is awesome. Is out now. Oh oh Doc's tweeting. What's he got to say? Cora Jade. Cora Jade. What? She can't skate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's also say that's really like it, that's how I everything I felt about the matches I kind of tweeted out. Um, there were some cool spots. Uh, the you know uh, KLRL bomb onto a trash can while somebody was inside that trash can. Dope. I'll even give props to Cora Jade for the swanton she hit. But it's like hit it on when at a point. My biggest gripe was like when you can't even capitalize on it with a pin. And I thought it was really dumb how on NXT, that's how they tried to make it seem like that's how she won. That's not how she won the fucking war games. What happened was somebody else hit uh, their finish, and then they got taken out, and then Cora just dragged herself over and just rolled Made them the up. Pin? Yeah, oh, my bro. God. It was so trash. And it's because what happened was gonna, uh, yeah. she hits the swanton, and she starts immediately grabbing her shoulder. So there's this whole thing where it seems like – because she did land awkwardly. Because she jumped off the top of the cage to do it. She didn't jump off the top. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, you know. So give her props on that. But like I said, it came so early, you couldn't even make the pin. Um, It made me confused. Like, is this for real? Because, you know, she, a lot of people, it looked like they were very worried about her. Again, she was the one with the least amount of TV time experience, et cetera. She's the youngest person in a match of this stature. You know, it's high risk for a reason, you know. So I I thought it was really (laughs) ill-advised to put her in there. But (laughs) basically, you're not Darby. You can't take it, kid. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, the thing is, clearly, the you could tell this whole match was meant to get her over. Yeah, I mean, no and I was kind of surprised the, the about that. Her, like. Which uh, the reason I'm surprised is that that I feel like since becoming since monopolizing the women's division, I should say, like total attraction kind of hasn't been, you know, booked the best. I mean, because there's you know no I mean? real tag teams for them to face. Uh, you know, they're not. I don't know that the belts aren't transcended amongst brands. They got the it's rave, just amongst NXT. They got the 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 rave festival girls yeah. popping yeah, up. Yeah. You we'll know? see. We'll see. Apparently, what, apparently, you know, or, or <laughs> at this rate, Ikemen got so many damn vignettes. Him and, and Kushida are going to challenge for them bitches. Like you know, what I mean, like for him. them belts. I mean, not like yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah I know what me, you mean. Let me phrase that for them the leather bitches. Them them britches. Yeah, 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 there you go. The britches. But um, yeah, no. The only thing I was gonna say. So she she. She kind of she grabs her shoulder, and there's a lot of concern with everyone. And then there's a spot where the rest are trying to pull her out, and EO won't let them do it. So I thought EO was going to turn heel, and then she turned around, and like she, I don't know if it's real or if it was just well done by EO, because maybe she's been in a similar situation where it actually happened or it was just good, a good selling. But she literally, and you know, did it, took her time. Took her arm, put her foot on it, and like basically relocated her shoulder in the middle of the match. And that got Cora like basically a shower of like sympathy, Jeez, you know. That's kinda... And then EO's looking looked at as like the badass, you know. And, and basically everyone the rest of the match, because Cora didn't really do much. And she kept grabbing her shoulder, even though and she screamed and, and you know, it seemed it seemed believable, but I don't know if it was true. You know what I mean? It's also and, believable because it's someone of her uh, size and, yeah. and and age. And it just like, so all she really has to do is just get that like scream in. Yeah. But you know but, I mean? but, I mean, but at one point, somebody did try to take advantage. I think maybe it might have been Mandy with like a wrist lock or something. So I felt like if that was shoot, you wouldn't have gave someone your body part. Even I, if that's it was how, yeah, relocated or not. not you know, at that so. point, it's like... <laughs> 
who's who who's to say they're just not gonna dislocate again it's so fresh yeah. like you know what i mean like man but yeah, yeah so yeah she she got the win uh the rookie did which i was very effing surprised by that but yeah it's fresh um, faces yeah i guess the fresh the, the, the young fresh faces haha it's not it's not about an age thing but the youngest is gonna win it man we have no idea why we fired these people and i'll be honest too because even at one point when i said i'm still questioning why Cora's in here she hit a hurricane rana that didn't look good you know and it just looked like it was very protected because it was was in the middle of the ring you know that little in between the two rings let's just say that little section so maybe they were trying to work around it i don't know but um yeah i mean everyone else did show out it wasn't a bad match um but i think after that it was the what was it the um tag oh match? the tag team title match yeah, yeah. and all i gotta say is man everyone's uh y'all late to the party y'all can like fabian eichner is not one of the biggest uh, dynamic beasts in the world Dude, I, I was about to, to say that i was really surprised hearing him talk even when uh imperium was on they had a little brief little appearance yeah. on nxt but then you hear him like bigging up eichner and I'm like, where y'all? Yeah, like kind of saying like, where y'all been? Like, I mean, I know not everyone's gonna you know feel the same when he's in the cruiserweight uh, uh, tournament back in the day, but still like, dude, who can go? Yeah, I mean, and he's proven such. So, mm-hmm. no, yeah, it, it was. Uh, I mean, it, it's to me, I wasn't surprised at all by the athleticism. People were chipping on the, you know, the I think the slingshot crossbody he did to the outside, and he you know did that um, that. Triple jump or double yeah, jump, inside out. Yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. done that stuff, you know. Even yeah, before exactly. he was in Imperium, so. and, that's, and that's why I talk about the cruiserweight tournament because that's where I remember seeing him hit that move. Was that that, that moonsault? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, they they retain and. Uh, we got the turn that we exactly like Kyle said later on. We saw a mile away, and uh, <laughs> I like the fact that he got not only that it didn't make Kyle look dumb. Who already looked dumb jumping back into a, a tag team after feeling after getting betrayed by his best friend? You know, what I mean, it's like why wouldn't <laughs> you, mean, you just concentrate on <laughs> on your path? Like, we just had to do some calisthenics with a huge log in the yeah, middle yeah, of the yeah, woods. I'll tell you, camper calisthenics, I think is what I call oh, it. Oh, what a sixer! No Josh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no joshing. Oh, oh this guy's all right. Yeah, man. You know. This, <laughs> this guy's oh man, just kind buds. Uh, this kind. guy brought blue ribbons. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, what I mean? that's why I was like, you know what? I just realized this Paps is non-alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, this guy's a bastard. Yeah, these, yeah, these beers but are then also, also, I noticed his uh, his facial hair is growing now, man. And he's letting it, he's letting it just. Just simmer. Oh, he's doing the bad guy thing. <laughs> well, the thing is too, like I felt like he gave it away. You see Kyle getting up and kind of like. I won't say getting his swan song. People knew that his contract is up. Yeah. And you could see Von Wagner, like, keep motioning like he wants to charge, and then he'd stop, and then he'd let the fans stop him. And he's looking at the fans like, don't give it. It's like, bro, we can it, see it, you. And his song does not suit him either, brother. No, it's not a bad song, Especially but I Especially if don't... he's a heel now. It's like, darn and darn and darn and darn. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just Seriously. Like, I'm like, oh, this is him yeah. with those tights nice. again. <laughs> yeah, oh man, those tights are, are <laughs> so just horrible. cringe, dude. But yeah, he saw it coming and uh, he gave him a, a, a was it a KFTO? Yeah, for I was his troubles. I, I was I really surprised, but really happy that he got that yeah. on him. He's a vet, man. He yeah, can't, he can't get snuck <laughs> twice. Like it he would said, just what? really demean Wu-Tang. him on the way out. You know what I mean? Wu-Tang for the culture. Oh, yeah, no, no. yeah, no. But real talk, when he threw up the UE, I mean, we talked about if he's gonna leave and go do this potential. Oh, this is a six man everyone wants to see, you know, which is apparently is right next to New Day and 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 you know the elite. But 
you know, the elite versus apparently, you know, UE or what, you know, a form the, of it. Or the whatever. elite versus UE, I guess. Yeah. yeah, you know, apparently so. But if that's something that happened, I mean, the biggest question was, well, how can that be sold if you're trying to keep kayfabe? And, you know, especially if Malachi is going to cross the lines and he's keeping up the eye thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it kind of. everybody was there, like, uh, Malachi is the only one who's kept up kayfabe this entire war. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, but uh, yeah, oh, I man. mean, it, it was it was pretty good uh, to see him throw up the UE and say this is a brotherhood. And a little couple crotch chops, which really popped me. If you guys yeah. follow me on Twitter, you guys knew knew that. Uh, but yeah, and then he challenged him to a cage, which we'll get to later on. Uh, so I was wondering if that if where that challenge came from, or yeah, if, it, it, it was so right. It was, okay, in the, yeah, in the back, like he literally said, "If you think I didn't see that turn coming a mile away, you must think I'm a big idiot," you know. And I was just like, "Man, this is funny." Which is, this is how we all felt. Which is hilarious because because <laughs> uh, last the, week they don't feel like a real team, but they look the, like but, a scripted team. But on the flip, it's funny him call, saying that. Oh, you think I'm a big idiot when we really, really think he's the big idiot? Yeah, yeah. He's just. A, a, a big, a big guy, and just, just an idiot. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think we had the, was it the hair versus hair, or was it the cruiserweight? I One wanted, of those. Oh, I think it was the cruiserweight. First. Cruiserweight's a little sleeper. Oh, not even sleeper, but like in a nothing crazy app. I think at one point it goes outside. Harlan teases picking up Ivy, or he does, and then Gacy gets him to put her down, and. You know, I don't know if like that's indicative of maybe she's gonna cross paths with them and be on the include like the, their Serena Deeb or something. Mm. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, Gacy did not win. I mean, that, it was kind of lackluster, that, bro. Like, like that is interesting. There was there wasn't any con- uh, continuity with that mm-hmm. uh, on NXT, but. Well, he said what he said was because he did lose, and he said, "But I'm in the middle of trying to change the name I did see of that. a certain show." Yeah. So I think he's trying to change 205. But I have heard that cru- the cruiserweight title is literally on the chopping block to be it's replaced be or, or something else. X and Y Live, so it's in boys and girls. <laughs> well, I, I think it might be an inclusive. We welcome all chromosomes like, like, here. like it might be. I think that's why Dana Brooke is the 24. Our uh, seven champ right now. I think they're trying to like open the door to like anyone type of thing. But isn't that now, so shitty? Yeah, very much so. I mean, at her expense, yeah, you know. So, but uh, yeah, so um, he did retain Roddy because he just hit a, in a heartache out of nowhere. Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, uh, not that I was surprised. I was only surprised because of the fact that I how I big his ass was. Thought, ass <laughs> that's what I was surprised about. I was, I like, was like, oh, him up. Like, <laughs> Vince is like, uh, yeah, I saw you wrestle that other those two guys on on NXT and. Uh, I know she had to keep uh, putting that button back on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, single it for you, buddy. Yeah, get out of here, you scam. No, not the Keith Lee treatment. No, <laughs> man. Uh, but uh, I did like the hair versus hair match. Yeah, and, but I liked the pose too because uh, like the reason I like the hair versus hair match is it was clutch to have the two rings so they had another ring to put the uh, yeah very the seat much in. So, so I thought mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but the match itself was good. Better than than the poker stuff, obviously. Yeah, and at one point he hits that followaway moonsault slam. I was like, damn, he hit it on a guy the size of I've, Hudson. That's crazy. Like you I've know, been so. seeing, I, I know Sammy hit it on someone just the other night too. I was really surprised with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, now I think about it, it really depends on just the participation because I think we just saw uh, Flip Gordon do it to Brian Cage, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it's like, oh, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then of course we had the men's, and um, I thought that one was well done. It was very long. Um, you know, I I don't know. Let me ask you this from a um, perception standpoint: uh, Did this? Did you enjoy the shark cages being integ- like integrated into the crowd versus on the stage like it used to be? 
I think the reason why it was like that was purely for the fact that it wasn't in a actual arena for them to have the the room normally because mm-hmm. you know we've seen them do war games I think twice outside yeah. of their normal uh, arena yeah maybe three times we were there we're last time yeah well, not so, last time but the last, but, but yeah. you know what I'm saying so yeah. now that they're at they're back at full sale or, or as far as like where where they're doing yeah it. so maybe they just had to put it where they had the room and it is a newer set the way and, they, and, they but they but I about it, yeah. see the thing is too but uh, you know not to keep going back and forth from from you know the pape into NXT but we did see. Like when it showed uh, Imperium, like how they were just kind of chilling on, yeah, on see, the top of it. Yeah, see, I don't mind like, that. Yeah, I thought that, that was kind of cool, too. Right, because we saw that from Carmelo and Trick not too long, a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, okay, okay. like, everybody wanted a piece of, you know, and I like that. I like that kind of birds. It reminds me of Lucha Underground a little bit. There you go. Because people used that, to do that, that. That's definitely what it reminds me of. But it don't of, look yeah. as dingy and raw, right? So, but it, yeah, it is cool. Better watch out, but, man. But it is smaller. I feel like the, that the the set there is definitely smaller. But um, yeah, I just thought, I wonder how you thought about it, because I felt like that, it suffered a bit, because I kind of like seeing that when they come down the ramp, you know, and it seemed like maybe they struggled trying to get around the crowd there a little bit. So I thought that was different. But, um, you know, once all the – I'll put it this way. It, was, it felt like two different matches with the men's. Uh, everything up until all eight men were in there felt like one kind of match. And then once all eight in there, it turned into another match. But they were both equally good. And I felt uh. like I said something – Similar uh, about the blood and guts match as well, right? It was. For, it, for it me, just felt like the going up the hill was was one way, and then coming down the hill was it a just, different. Way. It was just a long match that I didn't think they they probably could have cut out ten minutes easy. I, I would the say match. fifteen probably, but um, yeah, I was being nice with the ten just because I figured yeah. you got to keep the five for the celebration. I figured and, it was and, and for Johnny right? though. You know, I yeah, I mean, to get a lot of cool spots, but like, but 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 that's why I say that if they would have ended it ten minutes before, we would have got it at the perfect time. When yeah, they, yeah, very true. When, when they hit the, the DIY, uh, you know, yeah, the, the little that was a good near, near, near fall. I mean, yeah, everyone, it was cool. It was it was a good. I mean, it, yeah, there was a lot of great moments in the match, but then at the same time, there was other things that we were talking about that you even put up put me up on game about. Just the psychology of certain things, right? You had Tony D'Angelo, yeah, who's going to be locking themselves in, you know, into the into the, the the double cage, uh, so that uh, who was it? Uh, yeah, just Braun Breaker had. Well, well, well it was it was, it was LA Knight first, LA right? Yeah. yeah, he ends up climbing it. Three, four referees, including the zombie one, who's not zombie. All yeah, of a sudden, not zombie. they're struggling with it in the meantime, and then yeah, at some point, uh, you know, between that and Trick Williams getting chased off, Braun Breaker ends up yanking the pole cutter from him and does it himself, and he's the last guy on his team to come out before Champa. And, Ciampa and, does, and that's the know? thing is like it would have made way more sense to do it after since since Champa's the last guy. Yeah, that would make more it sense. makes more sense to lock it. Yeah. After their last guy's already in, and mm-hmm. not well, why would you lock out? <laughs> like, I guess arguably your team captain. Yeah, and, like, yeah, and not just, just yeah. right because of, and not just this. It's he, the Braun wants to isolate Champa because he's got the most experience, not just in that ring, not just in life. In war games, out of everyone in that ring. So why wouldn't – yeah, that psychology makes more sense. L.A. Knight is fresh and new to war games, never been in there. And surprisingly, neither is Johnny, which hey, shot, I didn't realize shot. that. You know what I mean? That was his first war games ever. Who, Johnny Johnny Gargano? Gargano. Yeah, they noted that because w- Wade – That's why they were calling him Johnny War Games in the match, huh? Yeah, yeah. Wade okay. Wade kind of caught on to it. He goes, I think it's funny that they're hanging their hats and all of the experience that's in the ring for war games and two of their members have never been in war games. You know, so they were kind of saying, like, they're kind of 50-50. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, I was like, 
that was kind of some good journalism there. I wonder how many people actually know that for a fact, you know. So, but for, for LA, shoot. Yeah, yeah, but for LA Knight, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he's not a threat because he he even shined. He did no, yeah, thing. I was gonna say he. I thought he did really well. I mm-hmm. think I told you um, not to go back to that same spot. We were talking about uh, with the DIY finish, mm-hmm. but the way even Carmelo Hayes kind of just like out of nowhere got himself great heat, heat yeah. uh, by just pulling – because he made himself like, I, you know, mm-hmm. he's not even there. Like, you're not even thinking about him as a factor. This is it. One, two. Yeah. How, does him, like, how is the ref not yeah, counting? How, yeah, what just Who happened? pulled this man? <laughs> Who paused oh, the man. simulation? No. Yeah, it was it was, it was was good. It was There was, like I said, there were some spots that were great. I mean, I some think – Some of them were gratuitous. I, I mean, I was going to say the Pete Dunn just being – I mean, does he need to be more innovative? Is that is uh, that is that something, something yeah, we need to encourage? Yeah, yeah Dunn went full <laughs> Super Saiyan Savage. He's like, oh, um, joint manipulation with weapons? Oh. Man. Crazy elbow drop for Grayson. At yeah, one I'll point, give it to him. I will say gratuitous <laughs> was that tower – Doom. I didn't need that. Not that no. deep in the match. But and it was. It was then the, the, the way that the way that they kind of did the the hanging yeah. vertical into it. Though I was yeah. like, ooh, yeah. It definitely looked good, and I felt bad for Carmelo, who probably but got yeah, the that worst late of in the it, game. Yeah, that, exactly. No sense, like yeah. it just didn't need to happen. And the same thing I felt about the crowbar assisted avalanche swing yeah. neckbreaker. Was it impressive? Yes. I, I, but I, not that deep in the game. I like, again question if if D'Angelo was the right guy. Again, popular, hundred yeah. percent, but. I mean, how do you build this guy in a match like that? Yeah. And he's only had, what, three matches? Four matches? Just about, yeah. I mean, a lot of... A couple segments. more vignettes and seg- yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's like, I don't know if I would have put him in there. And I he think. can talk, don't get me wrong. He's yeah, got a, good, exactly. he's got Absolutely. a really good uh, grasp on... What his character is like, so far. But, when they yeah. had a group uh, kind of promo, I thought it was they they gelled well from the 2.0 crew. I thought yeah. it was kind of good. Waller obviously was kind of squawking his point because he, for whatever reason, he feels like he has to overcompensate, but that's the only thing. I was going to tell you, you might need to, to title this new episode, Bitch Ass Grace Waller. Well, well it's, it's funny because I was going to say that was literally how I entered my notes <laughs> for, for this week. <laughs> <You're trying>. uh, but, <laughs> yes. but uh, yeah, I think, again, I, the only thing is we were questioning, like you said, you know, uh, L.A. Knight, pretty pretty fresh. He kind of came on the cusp of that changeover uh, of the formats, like was there for like a good minute. You know, I don't think he was on the, the roster of regular NXT for a full year. Um, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean before it switched over to the 2.0 thing, but I again we argue possibly maybe it should have been more in terms of black and yellow brand. Kyle yeah. O'Reilly on one side, and then you got your Von Wack. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Maybe you could have done the tag title. I mean, I don't know if I would have wanted to see it have that much legs. Like you could have done the turn uh, in your house or havoc, right? And then maybe from then till War Games, you know you. You can go ahead and do the the thing. It, it kind of would have fit, I think. But yeah, I mean, uh, I did uh, I did appreciate the finish though, you know, because the emotion, man. And Johnny's just the king of pulling on the strings, you know. what I'm saying, I mean, you got this whole deal where Carmelo's there and he grabs Carmelo and he looks over his shoulder at his partner slash frenemy of many years, Champa, and just says, "Let it rip, man!" Like I like I I'm going. He basically was Captain America. Like, like in that. I was gonna he, say, you like know he, what I mean? he, or he, Iron Man or whatever sacrifice you want to make in End Games. That's what Johnny did right there. And so I thought it was done when he hit him with it, and then he picked him up for the fairy tale ending. I thought it was gonna be done, but I did spear not. Out of that spear. Yeah, yeah, that was a great spear. Yeah. Picked him up for the finish. Was it that military? That's why we call uh, him Braun Breaker because I break him. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice kid. Nice name pick. <laughs> Got your name in, kid. But uh, yeah, he picked him for that military press power slam uh, and won it for his team. You know what? That was the right call. That was, I will say. But it's hard not to want Johnny to go out on a better roses. You know what I'm saying? But he had a nice little promo saying he'd uh, address everything Tuesday, and I know we'll get to that in a little bit. Yes, but, we uh, will. Yes, we yeah, will. Yeah, man. Not a bad war against. I'd say I give it a B um, for I, being I, I will the say first this. one out of the takeover realm. You know, I'll say this. They're, this is the better show of, of, I think they've only had two, right? They had a, a Halloween Havoc. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely better than Halloween Havoc. Yeah, and it wasn't because it wasn't on TV. <laughs> that, that's probably you know what it felt that, like a bigger deal. That's a bigger. That's a yeah. That yeah, you're right. Mm. And then the, again, because they had so much time, and I, I was like, "Yo, there's 50 minutes left in this piece. Like, what is going on?" Uh, and that was after the entrances. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, what's going on?" Um, two minutes, two minutes a piece for these for these guys to come in the ring. <laughs> yeah, Still, what's going on? Uh, but uh, as far as news, man, um, had. I mean, oh, hey, I mean, one thing is good. Hacksaw Jim Duggan kicked out of cancer. Oh, I, mean, I, I probably would have put would have anchored that <laughs> because <laughs> we do have two unfortunate uh, headlines. Yeah, obviously, you. Yeah. Um, you know, want to give our condolences to uh, Black Jack Lanza. Yeah, obviously, um, passed away. Unfortunately, not a whole lot of details surrounding it. I don't OG, need to say game. a whole lot of details surrounding it, but I mean. It's never good to lose another one, you know, when it comes to this community. So I just wanted yeah. to uh, give everybody that awareness. Yeah, and I believe that. he stopped wrestling was like 83, 85, something like that. And then he became a backstage, uh, you know, uh, agent producer, agent, for, yeah. producer, yeah, for, for WWE Tough for, guy. for a long time. You know? Confidant, so, Consigliere. Yeah. yeah, all the, the above. likes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah, mean, but yeah, uh, definitely. Just, and rest in, I was in peace say, and paradise for sure. Respect. Um, just massive respect. You yeah. Know? Um, and then the other thing, obviously, that's been kind of the hot thing. And no, I'm not talking about uh, Cody Rhodes back. Mm-hmm. Uh, or armed. Or shit. shit, yeah. Um, I was like, this, this grown man got a fucking a little kid scab on his arm. <laughs> that was the only thing I was, I was like, I was like, oh, this fool, this, uh, he, was, he got caught up cooking in the kitchen. Man, yeah. Um, Shot of brandy. Bam! There you go. Been on this week, man. Have you seen those memes? Like <laughs> with her, like watching the fire burn. Oh yeah, it's been pretty. It's, it's been it's, it's been yeah. pretty. Yeah, because uh, I see the face you're talking about, where it's just like, yeah, that happened. She's like, this isn't real. I, this, she's is like, this real? This is because of me. Uh, and she, it's like that. I'm not the drama. Am I the drama? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like our insurance is gonna go the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sure the fire marshal did not plan to see this. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, talking about a little bit more serious. I I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't want to say serious because I think a lot of people are kind of jumping the gun here. I don't know what it is. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, there was an incident that happened. Um, I did hear. Yeah, I think during the week it was. I heard it was over the weekend. It was like a, a string of house shows. Yeah, he was uh, part of some sort of like tag match, and uh, he couldn't finish the match. I heard like when he tagged out, he, 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 I don't he ended know up he... walking out or, you know, mid-match, and then, but came back to celebrate the win with his team. Oh, he, I didn't hear that he came back. Yeah. Because I, the only thing you hear, and as again, this is, this is why you hate telephone in, in the world of wrestling, yeah. is, and I saw the footage, because the footage only cuts off there, so I don't, I don't have any knowledge of mm-hmm. him or any visual of him coming back. Yeah. But it was him in a, in a six-man tag, I think it was Drew and somebody else. I can't remember who his other partner was. It was a house show thing, though. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he. I don't know if he necessarily need was needed to finish the match. Not to say that hey, you get to go home. <laughs> but uh, after the hot tag he made, yeah, he kind of rolled out and 
not only like left, but left through the crowd, like hopped over the barricade and walked through the crowd, which I thought was very surprising. Oh. Again, we were talking off air about like the Seth Rollins thing, yeah, and the stuff with Montez. So I'm like, dude, you're gonna go through and like part the sea, like yeah, at a house show. Wh- where... Which it is Jeff Hardy, so he has less to worry yeah, about. Right? Yeah, but, yeah, he's 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 got a very big fan but base. Yeah, I would assume. But yeah, I, people I, were I, saying he was looking a little groggy, a little sluggish. See, I'll, I don't want to say groggy. Sluggish was the yeah, word I used. Sluggish was yeah. the word. Uh, exhausted. A lot of people thought maybe he he was just um, you know burnt out. Uh, I, but yeah, the report I heard, he did come back, celebrate the win with the uh, with the team. But he did go home, and subsequently, Rey Mysterio took his place the I next night that, yeah. uh, for the same match or whatever you know, or wherever they ran in the next town, or whatever. So that's all, what I heard. But I didn't hear anything behind it. I heard it was more of a precaution. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I get what you're saying. That was the incident that was over the weekend. But today, yeah, it was uh, somewhat announced that uh, WWE had, uh, I guess, come to terms of release yeah, Jeff Hardy. Release Jeff Hardy. Um, I, when you're released, like him, when he's in the middle of a contract, there has to be like a 90-day, right? Yeah, I believe so. But I wonder what or, or some know. sort of compete. I, I would yeah. imagine, unless uh, contract says, says otherwise. But then again, they they who knows when you sever a contract like that. I don't know how it works. Yeah, um, I'm not a legal man, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. I, like I said, a lot of people I've been seeing talking about like, oh man, addiction sucks and this and that. I'm like, but. We don't know that that that's what it is yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, and a lot I of mean, people. Are, I mean, like you were saying, a lot of people were saying they're WWE's protecting themselves before another TNA situation happens. Um, you know, like just not even allowing the seeds to be planted. Like, let's just get them out of here if this is what's you know type of thing. And I agree. I mean, I'm a Jeff Hardy fan, but he I, he I, got I've also, yeah, <laughs> true. You know, but I, I've also been disappointed by Jeff and his behavior in true, the past. This is true. And yeah. um, you know, not just which is a great in, perspective to speak from. Yeah, and not just from the stuff of TNA. Uh, even the stuff when he was, you know, they were frivolously, him and his brother were filming weird shit when they were at diners and calling that, out CM Punk. And, I, I remember the, you know, the robbery stuff. The meth or the, lab fire, too. Yeah, I was yeah, like, whoa, not the robbery, you're doing but the, what? There's spirits in my house stalking oh, down. Yeah, like, there was yeah, all yeah. kinds of weird things going on. So I've been... I've been pretty concerned about Jeff Quite for a while. Eye opening, yeah, especially yeah. not having his brother. I thought him returning with Matt at Mania would help with those demons because his him, brother's there. Him you being know? older, him being a father, yeah, uh, them just, both being fathers. But yeah. him also having his brother because I felt like a lot of that stuff we saw happen when Matt wasn't with the company. You know, Very that happened true. in TNA when. You know, Matt came to TNA, but how many years was Jeff there before? How many, you know, we're talking about a lot of matches with Abyss and all those people a and lot, all those bumps. A lot of I mean? growers and a lot of gratuitous right? ones. Off, yeah. off the top of the this and that. So, uh, you know, all all because of a wick that started burning from when he left WWE. You know what I'm saying? So I do hope he gets the help uh, he needs, whether it's just for mental health or his body, whether it is drugs, whatever. Um, but... It's hard not to think also as a fan, as someone that heard him say, you know, the Hardy Boys will be together somewhat soon, and knowing the writing on the wall, WWE kind of sucks right now. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, Jeff Hardy beat Karrion Cross. you know, he's a vet. <laughs> how would but, you, but he knows that shouldn't have happened. How would you feel if you thought you won the number one contendership and then it turned out to be fucking Sami Zayn just so they can fucking, you know, yeah. job him out? And get F five the week later. Yeah, dude. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. Like it's it, like it's, it doesn't make any sense, man. They're shooting themselves in the foot, and it's not even fifty fifty booking. It's just like every other week booking, you know. And so I, I don't know, man. It's 
I just hope whatever it is, um, I mean, because it's hard not to and think, then before are, that, you, are you making it look like this to force the release? Well, I was going to say, you don't want to wait for your, your contract. It seems out? like that's the only way they want to kind of like push him or even make money off him. Because when you think about last prof- last profile uh, uh Feud was with this whole thing with Sheamus yeah, calling him a junkie and, and all this think stuff, that and helps? it's like, yeah, yeah, like, like, dude, like, my, like we my, didn't do that with CM Punk, and and, and, and you ago. know, granted, he probably had some input because he wanted to bring some awareness to stuff like that with yeah. him being a former addict himself and wanting to, you know, yeah, definitely get people aware of the, the dangers and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but your your family has to watch people call you that on TV, and yeah. you know what I mean. It gets a little dicey, but and your kids I, are older now, like oof. yeah, that's what I was thinking too, man. And and the internet is always a motherfucker yeah. too. But I, I did have a quote from Matt Hardy. Oh, nice. Um, he was asked because uh, he has a House Hardy Twitch stream, mm-hmm. and uh, but this is this is actually before the release came. But he was asked about Jeff and the incident, uh, and this is what he had to say. I did speak to Jeff for a little bit today, and he's okay. He's good. I think he'll be fine. But once again, this isn't my business. And if he wants to go into it in more detail, then he'll do it himself. Jeff is okay. He is at home, and he is okay. It is not my business. It is not my story to tell or explain. And besides that, I wouldn't be able to do it justice anyways because it's not my perspective. So I love my brother, and I just want my brother to be okay and healthy. I also mind my business, which a lot of people don't do nowadays, too. I mind my business. I make sure my house is in order before anything else because if my house isn't in order, then I can't get anything else in order. If I can't keep my house in order and keep myself in order and in check, you're not going to be able to get anybody else in order and in check, which, I mean, was much to do about nothing. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Um, again, could be a smoke screen. <laughs> you know I what mean, mean? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't very know. Very true. I mean, he's kind of been up and down. I know Jeff but, has but, had oh, that, that's the Oh, that's one thing that someone pointed out. I guess they may have lost their father earlier this year, so that could have been yeah, they did. something. I mean, holiday yeah. seasons right now, you know what I mean? And, I'm so, saying, and again, he's not with his brother, you know what I mean? Like, riding these roads. And, and You would think and, Michael and, Hayes would and not just, that you, you know, be a brother's, brother's keeper. You know? yeah, I would say, not that you need a brother's keeper. Well, Michael Hayes is a horrible well, keeper, I, I, but, but yeah, yeah. yeah. That, but I also yeah. heard that uh, whenever he has an idea for a creative and stuff, he, he barely talks to Vince. He, he just pitches it straight through him. Oh, okay. Which, so it doesn't help, you know, it doesn't hurt it to did, have a couple yeah. of them... Uh, <laughs> them free birds. Yeah, I'm sure, but he, I'm wondering if he's the one doing the H bombing. I also heard that he almost <laughs> quit wrestling after he wrestled Razor Ramon because Razor Ramon fucking kicked his ass. Who, Jeff? Yeah, when he was younger. Oh man, yeah, he did though. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, did. He sacked shit the fuck out of him. Yeah, it's so. Yeah, man. Uh, the only thing I had, um, and I'm, or did you have more on that? With the no, because I, I mean, mean, I'm selfishly, you know, I'm thinking that this is just well, the only a, a thing, coup, and, okay, and he's going to get out and get I, some. I, I do have one thing on there uh, worth noting because. It was it did come from Fightful and Sean Rossap. He also noted after the first initial tweet about the release is that I guess supposedly they offered him help, quote unquote, help and uh rehab and he refused. And I don't know if he's refusing because he's like, bro, don't do that to me. Mm-hmm. That's not what this is. Or if it's because, you know what I mean, it is yeah, what it's, it a, is. it's a strategy. It's yeah, yeah, or, or yeah, it, it's kind of it like is what everyone thinks yeah. it is. I guess. Yeah, it's either say, you know, he, I don't want to. He refused because that's not the problem. He refused because it's a strategy, or he refused because he has a he, he has a problem. You know, what I mean, it's one of those. Yeah, three for sure. I, I get you. It's I mean, like, I'm in. I'm on the. I'm in the middle. I hope it's a strategy to just hey. Me gone's gonna free up some money for you guys anyway, you know, and and let me just go get paid somewhere else. Like I, I'm not part of the young program that you're trying to, you know, initiate here anymore. That's you that's know? true too. But the, that can you imagine? He's like, 
hell, I can do it. I mean, they've already called me the worst they can the last couple of years, and they already think I'm this anyways. I can just right? do it for another couple of uh, 90 let me days. Ask you this. Like, Has it even come out to uh, the old song? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, so that's coming gone. Like, what else is there to do? He's he's a triple crown champ. He's won them all. I mean, when you think about yeah. people they could have lined up for someone like uh, – for for like Roman, he's a, he's a guy that they you know no one's seen before. Yeah, I wouldn't have been so, mad at that either. I mean, because I mean, you probably could have got a similar thing uh, result like you got with with Edge almost, you know, in, in the sense of a grizzled vet. But I, I think at this point, there's nothing for Jeff to do, you know, um, you know, and, and I don't think they care about the rub anymore. I mean, it didn't matter for Cross; we ended up getting a chopping block anyway. But uh, yeah, I, I just hope good things come from that. He's able to make the most out of leaving WWE. It doesn't sound like it's the best place to be anyway. You know what I mean? Beth I mean, just it, left it, on Sunday. Yeah, you know, I like, mean, see, that's the thing. People are saying she didn't officially leave WWE. She just is done with NXT. So I yeah. don't know I don't know what which is the The biggest the right rumor is that she you know? left NXT to begin something alongside Edge against Miz and Maurice. That was, that was, the, the, that was the, the, the definite popular thought that I, mm-hmm. I was reading as well. But then there was saying that she's not even doing that now. So I don't yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's something I'd even be interested in. Uh Becky versus Beth Phoenix would be dope for sure. Yeah. Even, even if it was Bianca that, that versus That is a Beth fresh Phoenix. ass matchup. And yeah, both of those would be great because I've you know, she does a, a version of the Glam yeah. Slam. So I, and, and just just the the two women and and and, and just the, the like we never had a female Haas match, really, huh? Not in WWE. Not not that I can remember. But yeah, because uh, I'm even thinking, like, I guess we've had, like, Nyla and and uh, uh, Chris Stadlander. Yeah, in, in, in AEW, yeah. yeah. Which, you know, and I always look at it, too, because I'm like, uh, I was like, you imagine there's a triple threat? You got, you know, because Jade. Oh, Jade, yeah, yeah they, the, that's what they the were Storm, doing. you know, and then you got yeah. Statlander. The alien, alien, you know, maybe you got, you know, even if you want to put like Abaddon, the, the monster, and then Nyla, oh, the beat, like there's yeah. all, you can do things like that. And I think and the doctor, cool. no, 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 no. <laughs> but, but, but I like that there's those things for the females, you know what I mean? Um, you don't really have a lot of identifiers like that for, you know, the, nah, the, the, it's the me besides a, the boss, which great, is, great balls you know, of fire vibes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go. But speaking of women's wrestling, and uh, we were just going to talk, we were talking about uh, Beth and NXT, and this actually yeah. has to do with NXT, and I'm sure we'll get right into the uh, review this week, man. Um, it has to do with Candice LeRae, Candice Wrestling, however uh, way you want to remember her as. Um, a lot of people have been wondering, you know, with Johnny seemingly on his way out, uh, and we'll get more to that, of course, with the uh, NXT. But uh, it, what her status is, obviously she's pregnant right now. And the <laughs> that big, was going to say you got to specify what status we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, or her contractual status. And what um, <laughs> it seems uh, the biggest update I have right now on that is it sounds like her contract is set to expire in spring of next year, which could be maybe, you know, like March, April time. But, you know, WWE is known uh, when someone takes time away from the ring because of an injury or something in their social life, i.e. surgery, i.e. pregnancy, whatever. They sometimes will tack on time to get their, you know, money's worth or what was originally in the contract. Well, which but is, it's, you know, when you think about it, it's fair. It is fair, yeah, yeah. If they were doing everything from an independent contractor standpoint, yes, it would be more than fair. Very it's, true, it's fair yeah. on the surface, but knowing that it's not followed through on But these are facet, human beings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 not something they do on every facet of, of their contracts. But you got that and and uh but you know, she has though for her or, you know, just to speak on her behalf, has been on TV though. 
uh, pregnant or not. Yeah. You know, and so a lot of people are kind of saying, you know, I guess in my, I, I would sum it up as time served. You know, they can go apply to the, the you know, the, the actual sentence number of whatever, you know, the days are going to be. They could use some of whatever she did from a yeah, production yeah. standpoint for indie and, you know, the wedding and all this stuff, you know, and kind of use that against it. Where it, she might have to stay less time, you know, if she does get days tacked on. But that's pretty much what I got so far. But it is being said, no one's even talking about, uh, not even a remote sense, about re-signing LeRae if it's a priority or not. But because it's nowhere near time to consider it, which is usually within the last... A uh, couple weeks, or at least the last month of said contract expiration, uh, that's not something expected at this time, anyway. But we'll they're, keep you posted. They're, they're kind of running short on female talent over there. They're I running mean, short on talent. They, they, they got <laughs> yeah. Cora. You know, like they have people that they feature regularly. But when you're done going through that, you know, a regiment of people, yeah. you need other faces too. Definitely you know? do. So that, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean. I even would think that maybe Candace wants to stay and be a mom and not necessarily wrestle right away. You know what I mean? Very true, and then I think we talked about not to throw this in with the news, but we, you know, there's some speculation about what's Kyrie Sane going to do, and some people think she may be gearing up for an NXT return, while some people mm. think she's uh, gearing up for a WWE departure. It's, you know, it's been noticed that all the WWE ambassador tags or anything that would signify that on her bio, anything um, as her associate, yeah, because I heard that her ambassador deal is up. Yeah, but so, I did also hear WWE Japan is like done. So that yeah. might be all dissolved anyway. Maybe that's maybe, maybe all, that know? could be a reason why. I mean, the only reason why it's definitely raising flags right now is there was a press conference. I can't tell you where it was, but Kenny Omega was there with the Bucks, and this mm. is early. Like uh, Matt still had the chops without the uh, the full beard. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he full beard? was asked about um, full full beard, <laughs> uh, <laughs> full beard ready, baby. Yep. Uh, he was getting asked about uh, women talent that he would like to see in AEW. This is real early. This is Kenny Omega getting asked this. Yeah. And he brings up Kyrie Sane mm. and to a big pop. And he says that, you know, even before like WWE, like she's always someone that's been so sweet. Like she to this day, like he says she's she never misses sending me a happy birthday text. Like he's like go he's like gushing about how how much of a sweet and genuine person wow. she is. It's like, plus, I mean, one of the best elbow drops, I mean, in the game, like next to Randy Savage and Matt Jackson and Jack and Matt's like, oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the only thing I'd but, be worried but, about is is uh, her safety, and I'm just gonna say it just to keep it a, a frank buck. Yeah, keep against it. Uh, someone like Nyla. That's my only fear. Mm. Nyla can sometimes forget about <laughs> her muscle distribution. Kyrie is very small, and it's, I don't want a repeat <laughs> of how she was treated by Nia Jax. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. That's my only only concern. But I think there's enough talent there that she can work around. So, but honestly, Jay might be the one with the experience. I was, I was, I mean, yeah, it it really. But there's, I mean, there's probably some familiarity with some of the Joshis that that are working there now. I I was watching some tape on on Hikaru, and I didn't realize she had wrestled uh, 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 Asuka before. Yeah, but obviously not Asuka. Mm -hmm. Um, Forgot her. Yeah, starts with a K. I always Mm -hmm. forget. Uh, Kamala Harris. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, yeah, man. The only other thing actually I just remember right now is um, there are people speculating. Uh, Kevin Owens possibly re-signed already. Oh, really? And only, and but then I kind of rolled my eyes at this, and the reason being is because I guess there's already some um, house shows in March where he's being advertised for uh, certain multiple man matches. 
Oh, okay. But those are always replaceable. That's why they that, say that, subject to that's change. That's what I said, too. And I was like uh, thinking, like, yeah, but there's, yeah, and I was supposed to be the, see the bloodline versus uh, the, the prophets and Finn, but it was tribute to the troops, and I was Audi. Yeah, I, re- I remember <laughs> one time uh, at, at Honda Center, it was supposed to be like Finn yeah, versus Yeah, they kept Gray saying it through the, I forgot because it didn't happen. Yeah. Because we worked there, so we, we hear the video package yeah. talking like almost periodically, and we're like, none of that happened. Yeah, none of that. He <laughs> wasn't even there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I think he's out of there. But people are thinking just because of the position he's in right now, uh, with the WWE Championship storyline and possibly going into a four way now that uh, Bobby Lashley yeah, for some I heard reason about that. it was weird. He attacked everyone, but it happened during the break for some reason. Yeah, I heard, and they had to like reach. Yeah, it, well, they come back from commercial break and they're like, uh, I know it seems weird. You see a bunch of people just laid out. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why did these? Film I, I wish Pat Mack was the one that called that. <laughs> What this was devastating. Man, he had one of one of my favorite lines he had this year was how he said, "If the aliens came to invade Earth, Brock Lesnar is the human we would send." And I was like, "Wow!" Just when you think you you can't reinvent like you know those kind of one liners, I I was very pumped by that. I like that a lot. So, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, is that the new? If you build, if you build a pro wrestler from the ground, (laughs) no, no. If it, you, it, if you, that's <laughs> on the same same block though. It lives on the same block. It can't. It can't. Because because the one he says that I laughed that he says about Brock that he's always said about Roman before Brock came back is the alpha male of all sport. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, but you just said that was Roman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of his nicknames are transferable. Oh uh, yeah, man. man. But uh, you know, we're gonna uh, take a real quick break, and then we're gonna go right into NXT man. Hey, what's going on, man? That's right. You're hearing from the best bar machine himself, Quincy Omega, a.k.a. Quincy Jones. Go here to let you know that No Mercy is still climbing on that stream train. I got to thank all y'all for doing what y'all do. That's supporting what I do, man. And on top of that, y'all been checking out some other tracks. I've been seeing the numbers, man. Again, I got to thank y'all, man. But please believe I got something special dropping for y'all before the end of the year. But until then... Be sure to push play on No Mercy and give everybody No Mercy. I'm talking at work. I'm talking for Christmas shopping. I'm talking throwing bows, man, for Black Friday. Whatever you doing, you got to go and get yours and make sure you support your boy. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep. What is good? We're back, mm-hmm. and uh, we're good with the uh, with the change. Oh, oh yeah, we did a roster change. Ooh. Surprise! Bam! Cri- crisscross. Yeah, we decided to uh, switch shows. Uh, it's the we... end of an era. Damn it! I mean, we, we were talking <laughs> about it, and uh, we were actually thinking about doing it last week, but we thought, you know what? With it being a go home week, we got a pape this weekend. Let's just wait till the smoke clears, see what happens, and start yeah. anew. And here we are, man. See how so... we threw it in my face? Wait till the smoke clears. There's no smoke on NXT 2.0. There's no dynamite. Mm-mm. There's no fire. <laughs> There's nothing. Montana. Uh, they even got pyros, man. They got well, they got smoke machines. Yeah, anyway. Oh no! You know who you got? You got Boa, man. He he getting all the. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thanks. That's if, and if you haven't caught my rant on Pageantry. our Flow Wrestling Pageantry. show, about oh yeah, him. yeah, I did. Catch oh that. gosh. Anyways, let's get into it, man. Yes, sir. Um, we got the opener, still cage match. 
Von Wagner mm. versus he just sounds like a like a old that just sounds like a like a, a vampire name. You do, yeah. Like I was gonna say, it sounds like a Van Helsing from like Rocky Horror. <laughs> That's what I'm getting like, at. Is that Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> man. Anyways, uh, Von Wagner uh, versus Kyle O'Reilly mm-hmm. from uh, Canada, diabetic. Red Dragon trainee, if you will. It's pretty cool. UE practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um, now nah, it was it was an okay match. Um, this, this is all I wrote about it. Kyle attacks Wagner during the entrance. I mean, got a pop too. I give credit to both men trying to flesh out the rest of this match before the, we got the finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's hard when you don't care for Wagner or uh, whatever or his whatever in ring abilities. And then you got the crowd also chanting that he still sucks, so <laughs> it was kind of hard to get into oh, it. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of rest holds, uh, not just during picture and picture also, which I was like, this is a cage match, dude. Like, what are we doing? Uh, but Wagner hit a powerbomb against the cage wall at one point, which Kyle turns into a DDT. Uh, and then also we saw Kyle lock in like a rope-hung guillotine chuck, which was pretty cool, mm-hmm. uh, on, on Wagner, who he countered into a deadlift suplex uh, of his own, so... He got a gang you know. of booze for that too. It's I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, I can't just totally hate on. hate on the guy. I, you know, I get, I, I tried to write something positive, you know. All right. But finish comes when Kyle lands the uh, KTFO combo, hits the the diving knee on the back of uh, Wagner's neck for a near fall, and then you got Kyle trying to uh, pick him up to stay on the attack, which I did like because too many people do the, oh, I'm beside myself. How could this ever happen to me? Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. What else is left in my arsenal? Yeah. I threw the biggest, yeah, the biggest shot I had. If not the kitchen sink, then what? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, he saves on the attack, but Wagner uh, low blows him, and uh, it was a good timing. Yeah. Great, great way to get the, that, that heat. Uh, slams O'Reilly into the cage wall a few times before uh, hitting a lifting modified butterfly suplex, as I call it. Yeah, it's a twisting butterfly suplex. It's kind of like uh, the follow-away powerbomb. If you think about that, that Kevin Owens used to do, except Kevin kind of did it like with the package oh, that's true. technique versus I didn't the think butterfly about technique. Because yeah. I was gonna say it's like to me, it's almost like a double arm version of like the 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 curtain or not the curtain call, the final cut. A little bit, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like yeah. except he just doesn't. I don't know. It's super weird how he just spins mm-hmm. him out. I think, like I said, I could have swore that like James Storm used to do that move yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, it's basically like a twisting butterfly suplex. It's ba- that's all it is. That's you know? a whack it, finish. Yeah. <laughs> or a guy his size, I mean, and, you know, yeah, jumping yeah. knees and all that shit. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, trips give you that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Post match, we had Wagner setting up uh, Kyle in a tree of woe position as. He uh, smashes the cage door three. It was a three or four times across yeah. uh, Kyle's face. For sure, um, yeah, yeah no, that was pretty much that. You mm-hmm. know, um, what'd you think about the match? Uh, the minute everything it, you ever wanted. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, if it was Wagner, wouldn't have been in it. A B, he would have better um, tights. Uh, C, <laughs> no, no, he just wouldn't have been there. Period. <laughs> F and tights. Uh, but no, I mean, it was what it was. Uh, I thought it was. That's good. how I, felt I thought. Too. I thought a little bit of too much juice. He kicked out of the knee drop. I wasn't too much a fan of that um, because I felt like that he's definitely beat guys of better uh, accomplishments. Uh, and more decorated superstars than mm. Wagner that way. So other than that, though, um, not bad. You know, I mean, it, 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 it. You knew they had to do the old heave ho to Kylo. You know, what I mean, and if it had to be the first segment on the on the night, why not? You know, what I mean, till he can get to his next destination sooner. What? Yeah, they 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 started off with a with a uh, 
uh, an expired contract and, and ended on an expired contract. Yeah, exactly. Shoehorn. <laughs> uh, anyways, bookend. That's bookend. what you meant. That's what yeah, you meant. Yeah. But they shoehorned it in. No. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Bucko. I was like, there's no shoes being worn. Bucko Dango. No. We had a vignette with Joe Gacy and Harlan. Mm-hmm. Um, Harlan Heat. <laughs> I was gonna say Judy Harland, yeah. But he said Harland Heat. <laughs> uh, he says the loss in war games against Roger Strong isn't as important as the bigger vision. Says that what they did was far more important than the Cruiserweight Championship, and that they ended years of division. Which me, being an American, I had to really sit with that word. I'm like, we use that word a lot to describe a certain set of group of people for. A qualification or like a fighting thing, like, and I was like, "But the word in itself, it's it's a, you're dividing people." I was like, "That was a good way to use that. You kind of yeah. throw it back, you know what mm-hmm. I mean?" Yeah, definitely. I mean, you don't think of it. You're right. Yeah, you like, just like the women's like division, the men's class, division. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Or the contenders. Yeah, exactly. but the, in, in the word, it's in, it's in the word itself. Like you know, the multiplication division. Yeah. You How know? do you rank in this division? Yeah, mm. Exactly. Mm. Can you rank in this division? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Slam poetry. No, playing. <laughs> uh, he said, they broke down barriers and safety's currently working on changing the name of a particular show that promotes such exclusivity, which I'm sure he's referring to 205 Live. I'm telling you, X and Y Live. I'm telling you, just, just let, me, Man, we'll let, me, let me get that. Let me just let me get mm. that. Let me get a paycheck. Um, but if the NXT booking is using this storyline with Gacy as a way to get the show off the air... Uh, finally, or change like the the format of that show uh, in, in in form of two or five live. Yeah, <clears throat> to something else, or <clears throat> maybe being possibly produced as a secondary show for NXT. I'm here for it, to be honest. So yeah, um, but I don't know if they got the talent, but I mean, maybe it'll be good to see more some of the same talent on Tuesday, like on a Thursday, continuing momentum. So you, can but like I said, even that. if this is just to get it some way to get it off the air, like mm-hmm. that's cool too. Because like I've been, we've been asking why is it still going on? Yeah, when no one's even like watching really. It's in my pro- opinion. I mean, especially when Drake Maverick's gone, there's no one that's yeah. going to be like overseeing that people are getting title shots like they're scheduled. And mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like there's I don't know. It's weird. It's like a rogue show. Yeah, no, uh, true, He continues yeah. uh, crediting Harlan for breaking down barriers himself as he says he's always being judged by the size of his body instead of the size of his heart. Says he accepts Harlan uh, for who he is and is going to make uh, his... Says he's going to be making his official in-ring debut next week and soon everyone else will accept him too. As Harlan puts his hand on Gacy's shoulder displaying a tattoo that spells love across his fingers as Gacy says together they can change the world. All I could say I was like... I can imagine the internet going crazy because you know he he grabbed him he like struck his cheek mm-hmm. and then he's like that's my man. <laughs> I was like, and now I got love. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like, they're gonna say it's on some jailhouse. You're like, you're gonna have him holding his pocket next week or something. You know what I mean? Man, and they already had the whole partition scene. Remember? <laughs> Not too long ago. <laughs> that's true. I forgot oh, about man. that. Uh, for me, we had an in-ring promo from Braun Breaker. I'm sorry, it's the first mm. time I had to actually say it. They usually just call him Rex Steiner. The big bad booty nephew. The bad booty. <laughs> did you hear him chant? Yeah. Booty nephew. Yeah, they did. Uh, man. <laughs> the crowd's getting better, though. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, talks about war games and gives, him, uh, gives Team Black and Gold respect for their contributions in creating the foundation, but of course calls out Tommaso Ciampa, says they're one and one, and challenges him for the title as the rubber match, even though I'm like, well, technically, I didn't run it back one yeah. and one the second time, but whatever. Uh as he's actually interrupted by the Diamond Mine. Malcolm Bivens uh, calls him LeBron, uh, <laughs> for mm-hmm. some reason, LeBron Breaker, 
uh, but makes an argument for Roderick Strong as he is, was also successful at War Games in his uh, cruiserweight, uh, you know, defense, mm-hmm. um, and makes a mention of the weight lift uh, or the weight limit being lifted for the cruiserweight championship, which was news to me, to be honest. Uh, that it was actually publicly made official. I know they were kind of toying with it. With yeah, kind of the, it just the, seemed like Roddy was saying it, but it wasn't sanctioned. Exactly. Like. So, I mean, unless this was their way of making a cannon, but, I, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Anyways, uh, Braun uh, tells him to get to the point before he throws his ass into the fifth row. <laughs> uh, you know, the Creed brothers bow up as Ivy keeps them at bay, and uh, Malcolm warns Braun that the Creeds won't allow that type of disrespect and uh, uses Braun's words against him about team, and black, uh, team Black and Gold, where he says... Uh, you know, yeah, they built the uh, foundation, but Roderick Strong is the one that gave him the blueprint. Yeah. Uh, alluding to Strong's obviously long tenure in NXT, which he would have been another guy we talked about. Yeah, I think. No, yeah we did talk uh, about that. If you wanted to put Gacy in there instead of the D'Angelo, too, yeah. I mean, that, that Harlan could have done what say, Trick Williams did. Like. I was just going to say, <laughs> if they didn't want to if they didn't want to debut Harlan through that way, which would have been, you know, maybe some Kane type yeah, shit. Yeah, you really could have had him on some Big Show type shit, too, yeah. like popping up from the middle of the ring. Oh man, you know, saying or, or, Valentine's Day Massacre shit. Man, see, I was it's funny because when you, I always think Undertaker uh, pulling Diesel. Oh yeah, yeah, that I think too. Of that one too. Yeah, in that during in that match against Brett. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank That's you. That's fire. Uh, but anyway, it says that uh, though he may have his sights set on Ciampa in the NXT Championship, that Roderick is the champion in NXT and it has his sights set on on Braun. Braun looks around and asks where he's at, as Bippin tells him not to worry that his boy is in the cut, chilling. <laughs> uh, but when he returns, he's going to put an end to the unstoppable Braun Breaker. Uh, Braun accepts the challenge and shoulder bumps Bivens on the way out. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, damn, he did that to, in front of all three of your mans. And didn't get no, no, <laughs> nobody moved. But did they get rid of Hatcherman? I haven't seen him. I don't know what's going on. I didn't I know, hear he I, got I, chopped on the, you know. I was going to say, like, and no pun intended with the Hatchman, right? But, yeah, very true. But I was just, like, thinking, I know he was also within that age contingent of yeah. being a little bit older. I, did, I mean, again, not not the... Confirm that those are reasons, but obviously Hatch we've heard man. from from certain people. Yeah, you know what I mean, but uh, from here we actually went right into a uh, a tag match that the Creed brothers had uh, with Briggs and Jensen. Um, it was all right. We had the G GYVs on commentary for the match. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh man, it was just. I mean, I was. I, I did. Who, who I, are they? Crime time now? Like, I what did, are we doing, uh, dude? I saw the vignette that they did at at, at the Pape too. We're like, oh, it's a good day. Yeah, it's a good day. I'm like. Did y'all forget the rest of how to wrestle or what's going on? Wait, bro? was that the one they played again where they did the whole phone thing again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that was the original one. Was it? Yeah. The one where the show they were eating like chicken and shit? Yeah. yeah, and it was I think I wrote, and they continue eating like pirates. Like That's exactly what it was. <laughs> it was like, yeah, man. It's see, a good day. The thing about this is if you could steal from a stranger with a phone, we can we can get away with behind a referee's back. It's like, what's the correlation, fam? I'm like, y'all swear like y'all ain't got away with stuff behind the ref's yeah. back, bro. And I'm, you've yet to wrestle since this, man. What's yeah, like? and they were like, we're always ready to wrestle. I'm like, false, false, mm-hmm. cap, all cap. Anyways, they're on the commentary. Jensen comes out wearing the Bad Street USA t-shirt. Uh, I thought maybe mm-hmm. it said something different, like it was like a uh, one of those WWE sanctioned yeah. parodies or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, match starts, but uh, before either man can lock up, we get interrupted by Imperium's music as the crowd buzzes with uh, the Walter karaoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're joined by Bartel and Eichner. Uh, Creed, dude had the turtleneck looking all nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, Creed Brothers working together to isolate you Jensen. drip. <laughs> I was like thinking on my mouth. He must have was like... Yeah, I like the way Omos has got the, the, the drip on on, on yeah. Raw. We need we need Iceland the, drip. Oh, oh turtlenecking. Yeah, turtlenecking. <laughs> Velvet smell. Velvet dripping. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, <laughs> uh, like I said, they they you know they they uh, isolated uh, uh, Jensen most of the match. 
Um, GYVs claim the reason that they changed up their ways lately is because they've been looked down and treated like scumbags for so long that no one should be surprised or offended when they actually start acting like scumbags, which I was like, all right. <laughs> or <laughs> that That's some logic, I guess. It's like, or, or you could be like, well, don't be surprised when we become great wrestlers because we are. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, one point while attacking Jensen on the outside, Briggs gets tied up, arcing with the ref as the GYVs leave commentary to steal the tag rope on uh, Brig and, uh, Briggs and Jensen's side of the ring. Uh, Brig tries for the hot tag, but notices that the tag rope is gone and can't legally make the tag, uh, which I wasn't mad at that spot. I wasn't mad at it, but when you yell at the ref, there's no rope. And he's like, all right, it's not legal. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, what? it's like, 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 aren't you concerned about, oh, dims this the apples? This, yeah, it's like, do you sh- you're supposed to maintain the level playing field, not dims the apples. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, the GYVs are shown standing up on the commentary table and teasing Briggs as they swing the rope. And I'm like, so now that you know where the rope's at. Yeah. So what is it on him to go and grab it? And I mean, what? How does, or, or does the ref? You know, are you not the authority? DQ them? Or are what? you not like, the ring authority while this is going on? Yeah, you know. Are you not the ring authority when yeah. this is going on? Uh, anyways, uh, before Jensen, uh, who's still the legal man, actually counters uh, a pinning combination on Brutus. Creed for the win as the GYV's attack uh, pretty much backfired. Yeah, and uh, we see uh, the NXT champs Imperium watching on. And yeah, like, it was like what an O'Connor roll, the old yeah, reverse. the old yep. O'Connor roll. Yep. Uh, from here, we got a backstage interview with Von Wagner. Uh, says no one should be surprised at what happened to Kyle. Says that Kyle is over, War Games is over, but that his War Games has just begun. And I was like, ah, oh, please, let's not do this whole silent rage no, thing. We've yeah. already done this before. Um, yeah, none of your move sets says such, sir. Especially that running knee. Nah, like, nothing. Nothing he's doing. Not not the Olympic <laughs> slam being almost seven damn foot tall. Of course you could hit that. That's like seeing Almas do that. No, that's not impressive to me. That's like Almas doing the backdrop, right? You like, know what I'm saying? Or, <laughs> or a vertical suplex. It better look because you're tall, man. Like, anyway, I, I'm sorry, man. No, you good. He, he, he really bugs me. But I'm, <laughs> that's your problem now. Partner. I thought it, I thought <laughs> I was. It, it's funny because for me, I guess now that I know that he's like split from Kyle, I'm like, great. So they're just, I don't know. Just, just <laughs> now he's on a solo run. See where this goes? Damn. Yeah. Uh, I'm like Kyle was involved. It, it, Damn. This is one of those days. I'm like, so he's again. When is he gonna face uh, Solo Sequoia? Is that Man, soon? Seriously. Is that soon? Uh, backstage uh, promo after this from Zion Quinn. He's kind of like getting a pump in. Uh, says uh, Santos told me he'd uh, feel reality hit me in the face, but we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah. And then tells Alexa Lopez that he hopes she's watching. So short and sweet. I gotta Whatever. say, uh, fantasy book. Zion Quinn versus Damian Priest. Hmm. Be interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Why don't you guys tell us what if you he, think, if listeners? He, if he yeah. can handle his aggression before the match starts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, very true. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Uh, we have another in-ring promo. Again, these are just segment-heavy this week, man. Um, Duke Hudson comes out, and what I called a, quote, moderately-looking David Flair hairpiece. Um, <laughs> trying to convince himself in the crowd that Cameron Grimes didn't shave his head at War Games as if it was just, we didn't we didn't see what we saw. Uh, People say a lot of things on the internet, huh? <laughs> Like, yeah, at one point he even seated like, yeah, he took a little bit off the top, but you know, we yeah. just put a little bit back on, get a lot, a little bit of color, and it's just like, <laughs> like, oh, like, like, no, this is my hair. But you know uh, what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Big Show dressing up as positively Paige with the big teeth kind of wig. See, but this this reminded me obviously straight from the current, the current yeah, 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 yeah of because yeah, of the yeah. hair, the the, 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 the headgear head later, yeah, mm-hmm. which I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of too on the nose, yeah. but. 
Uh, basically, you know, the crowd's chanting he looks stupid, so it doesn't matter. Uh, calls Grimes a disappointment to his friends and family for being a cheater, citing how Grimes pulled his tights to win but fails to tell how he pulled the tights first. Uh, Grimes' music hits, and we see Hudson pull out the wrestling headgear a la Kurt Angle uh, to hold his hair in place. Grimes says Hudson can't handle losing, so he offers him another opportunity, uh, but this time in a no-holds-barred match to which Hudson accepts. Uh, Hudson tries to attack Grimes, but Grimes runs him out of the ring, but not before almost pulling off Hudson's hairpiece. So, yeah. I didn't see that part, and I will say that is a big jump. Hever's hair from poker to public poker to Hever's hair to a no-hold-bar match. This is all over Hey, the place. just be lucky we didn't get, like, a, uh, a Clippers on a pole match No, I'm something. not. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? no, like, you're right. You're right. And that, it definitely could have gone there. So It definitely. <laughs> let's just hope that NXT mm-hmm. doesn't start going yeah. there. Uh, another backstage segment, y'all. Yeah. Uh, Briggs and Jensen shown backstage celebrating the big win over the Creed brothers as Chucka time. Uh, join them in the celebration, saying that they're excited that they beat the Creed brothers as uh, the GYVs come storming in now, calling out Briggs and Jensen for celebrating uh, the, the win, claiming that they were the reason why they even won to begin with, which I was like... It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> Again, that's some logic, bro. <laughs> it, it just. It doesn't chart. Um, as uh, KC and KC uh, now get involved for whatever reason, as they walk by all six men, claiming a win is a win, and say that they have two extra concert tickets. As Briggs and Jensen oblige and follow them off camera, the GYVs now get in Jack of Time's face as they respond with uh, the whole sensitive operation line from last week. Uh, when they spoiled whatever con they were trying to pull with the the locker of uh, mm-hmm. Briggs and Jensen. Yeah. Uh, the GYVs then attack Jack of Time as refs run in to separate both teams. And then the sleeping couch girl, which I don't know if you noticed, she's been like popping up in a few yeah, vignettes. Yeah, what's last... up with, yeah, because the last, I can't remember the first time I noticed her. I think she was in the background when like Persia and Indy were having a, like they were talking. And it then was, there was another one, uh, yeah, I think it was. I remember I brought up one Maybe before. it was in KC and KC actually during one of when they were talking about the festivals or something. No, no, it was um somebody called someone out and I thought some I thought it was going to be an ambush because you could see them laying on the sofa and I was like, "Oh, that was random like I thought that was going to lead to something." And then it never said who it was, the, you know, and it didn't zoom in, but it's like <laughs> there's clearly someone laying on the sofa. Yeah, so, I I think low key it may be uh Karen Q. Oh, okay. I mean, she's not doing the other character yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, it doesn't you know? seem like it, yeah. Um, I could be wrong, though, just based off a quick glance. But, mm. yeah, it's just weird. She, like, kind of pops up behind the kitchen counter or whatever that island was they were in front of and then just escalator it's, it down. <laughs> like, mm. just, you know, just, and eh, I'm back. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just like, okay, what? Well, hey, don't be scared. What's up? Yeah. What, are, are you are <laughs> you con- be, yeah. are you contracted here? Do you belong here? Do you have a locker? <laughs> You, are you supposed to be here? Did we startle you? Blink. <laughs> These damn squatters. Blink once for yes. No. Which I was surprised that we didn't get any type of like, you know, like uh, 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 Barrett being bent out of shape about it. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, anyways, we got another segment, parking lot segment here with Grayson Waller. He should just change his name to Jason. Mm. Jason Waller just sounds, it just yeah. is better to me. You can even spell it with the Y. You know what's funny? His real name Maddie Wahlberg. Oh, I would have changed it too. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, you got it. You're done. <laughs> not Marky Mark, Maddie Matt. Oh, <laughs> you man. You know what I mean? Like, so, everyone, I was trying to figure see, out, I, like, who is this guy, man? But that's gotta, the thing, too, is like, his, his, everyone says, all right, like, that's the big thing I've seen with the war games. All right, who, le- who, who let their uh, credit player in yeah, on war games? I was seriously. like, dang. Like, because everyone's like, he looks like an unfinished creative pre- wrestler with that gear on. 
I mean, like, he's got the big shorts and it, like these boxing shorts. Yeah, and, and, and I get he's he's kind of got the similar background to was it Baron Corbin. He's got the golden. Golden does gloves, he? yeah. I didn't know that. You know, so that's why he does that. But he just I, seems like a guy that like just jumps out of planes and films. Yeah, it, bro. yeah, like, that, yeah. He seems way more like a thrill seeker. Yeah, right? uh, so. that, that's where he comes off to me. Like he's mm-hmm. just like a parasailer kind of. Like he would yeah. do some other a bunch of different stuff. You know, yeah. like like he would be that guy that does like that huge. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Like he, he's Darren Wolf. Basically, that, that's what I was saying yeah, before. Yeah, when yeah, I, yeah. I, that, those, those are the vibes I was getting from for sure. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we got Grayson Waller showing talking to a woman showing uh. Showing her his timeline picks to impress her, pretty much as he attempts to make plans with her for the night, but says that she actually already has plans. He asks, what could she do, you know, that's better than going out with him? Uh, the War Games main event, as uh, he likes to reiterate. Uh, and then she reiter- reiterates herself that she already has plans with someone. Again, he, he's pressing on who could she be possibly kicking it with over him Yeah, as she points behind him to L.A. Knight. Standing in front of a yeah red Corvette, and uh, you know Knight tells, uh, "Let me drip on you." <laughs> <laughs> Bring the buckets out, yeah. Uh, this, yeah, it was just one of those things. Where, oh, that's what he said. He asked him, "I know you're all about likes and views, so let me ask you, how you like this view?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like this is hilarious. As a boo boo face Waller threatens, "Oh, I'm gonna get some views." I didn't know this was some foreshadowing, but yeah. I can't, I can't hate because you said it. Yeah. Oh, I'll get some views. All right. Basically. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I didn't see that part. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of, what I will say is it sounds like LA Knight's kind of getting that impact face turn pop a little he, bit. He, like where it's like a, yeah. he's, or, or like Mr. Anderson, like, yeah, he's an asshole, but he's our asshole. Like, that, you know? I mean, I think what he could do is if people are already comparing, oh, why does he think he's the rock? I'm like, well, I'm the rock in Stone Cold. How? Because he can start doing, instead of the what, so the crowd mm. can start doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah seriously. Like, I, I, it'd be a nice he, change of he, pace. And he hasn't really landed a real genuine dummy yet. Like, he nah, is like but not yeah. the way he used to. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, I was wondering, how come we don't get any more y'alls from freaking Shinsuke no more, dude? <sighs> It's been, it's been too it's a lot long. of things we don't. I'm, I'm, we, we, not, I'm not gonna uncap that jar. We finally have our third match of the night. Believe <laughs> it or not, <laughs> Carmelo Hayes with Trick Trick uh, Williams and uh, uh, versus Dexter Loomis. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, they show footage from a few weeks ago where uh, Hayes got pilmanized or pilmanized the hand of Loomis, and then they also show footage of Loomis returning at War Games, uh, obviously helping out Team Black and Gold. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up as they claim that. Uh, Loomis somehow caused Trick Williams to get stitches above his eye, uh, citing eyesight problems. I guess his match originally was supposed to be against Trick. I don't know. Yeah, I, they did say something like that on commentary. I noticed. It was just, I was like, I mean, you could have just not said anything about it at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyways, Carmelo's ribs are taped up from War Games as uh, Loomis's wrist is taped as well uh, to sell the hand injury. Uh, Loomis targets his attack on Hayes' ribs most of the match, even pulling off the medical tape. Uh, Loomis continues to also stalk Trick Williams most of the match to keep him uh, keep him at bay as well. Uh, Hayes turns the tables though with a springboard clothesline and begins going after Loomis's injured hand. Uh, Vic Joseph does a good job on commentary, also reminding us that Hayes has made uh, some rather rude comments about his wife in the past. Uh, you know, yeah. regarding Indy, so I, I, I totally forgot about that factor as well. Uh, Loomis takes his eye off the ball for a moment and catches a drive-by kick while trying to crawl out the ring. Uh, Hayes must have graduated from the Pete Dunn School of Joy Manipulation three days ago, as uh, throughout the break he continues targeting Loomis's hand with several different attacks. Uh, he was like, "Oh, I'm about to use that one in mm. three days." <laughs> oh, oh yeah. 
Hey, hey, so, I, I learned so, this in he's, he's all watching Grayson from from the other ring. I, I could help, but I could be taking notes, <laughs> like, too. Oh, I never miss. I see what works. I never miss. <laughs> I see what works and what don't work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Lewis fights back, gets some uh, some com- uh, I'm sorry, comeback offense in with the running bulldog and jumping leg drop for a near fall. But the finish comes when Loomis locks in the silence and Trick Williams attacks him for the DQ win. Yeah, uh, Post match, Loomis locks in the silence on Trick before Carmelo uh, attacks his hand to make sure he lets go as they both duck out. And yeah, it was whatever. It was what it was. It was what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you got anything else? That, uh, no, I mean, the only thing is I just continue to wonder what they're going to do with Dexter, you know, and especially with, uh, you sexy know, I Dixie. mean, the indie things are going to last yeah. forever and Johnny's gone, you know, so, you know. Don't say that. <laughs> and then Austin is getting slapped on TV. Uh, yeah, right. You know. Anyways, we get the next vignette, MSK Shaman uh, reveal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talked about this earlier. Like I said, patter on our backs. Yeah. Uh, for the early reveal, or shall I say, easy prediction. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I thought it could be one of three people. It, I thought it was either going to be Godfather, mm-hmm. Rob Van Dam, yep. or um, actually technically four. I thought Matt Riddle, but then I was also thinking if it's not Godfather, I could see him also doing Papa Shango on some shaman stuff. You know what I mean? Well, but, I thought. I mean, the fact they kept saying he's a a master of tag team wrestling mm. had me thinking it'd be more of a legend. I thought mm. it was going to be. Uh, I think we talked about Freebird uh, Hayes, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was another um, one that you did. Yeah, you did say that one. And, and we all know he's got a pass of partying hard. So that's why I thought that could have linked up. I thought really RVD was the most um, believable because he's <laughs> got the, you know, he he had a, a hell of a tag team run too with the, yeah, not, not just, just ECW. Sabu. Yeah, I was just yeah, going to say with yeah, Kane and that was very memorable. Booker T as well. Booker yeah. T. Was, yeah, you're right. So Rey Mysterio is another one I forget about yeah. too. Yeah. So that's what I thought. Um, but uh, to me, I didn't even think of Riddle. I think we kind of talked about whether that could happen, but thought he was too busy with what he's got going on right now on Raw. So I didn't even think it was a possibility. So I didn't even look that way. So I was kind of pleasantly surprised by that but i agree that this all could have just been on the pape well for my thing i was like y'all traveled all that way when y'all could have just went backstage at raw (laughs) i just thought i was like i've been waiting (laughs) on you guys bro i've been been watching bro and then i just and then at the very end when he's just like what's in the bag bro yeah this, this is all i wrote about it uh you know, Shaman ends up being none other than Matt Riddle. Says he's been watching NXT for weeks, like you said, waiting for MSK to knock on his door. He says he's going to put his Shaman hat on and welcomes them all in as they sit on the floor, Indian style, with some what I call leftover fake candles. They definitely ripped off Alistair's old coffin get up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, as, uh, you know, Riddle asked the MSK, the MSK Stallions, what they're in, shir- in search of. And it made sense because that was the public opinion of them. I was surprised they went that way where they said, we got so much. So early, like, did we already peak? Like, are we messing around too much? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, you know, some inter- interesting stuff. Uh, but yeah, like you said, eventually just pretty much went over to, yeah, man, I'm gonna be there for there all day, man. MSK needs to be MSK all night and all day. And uh, yeah, ask him. I, I would just like basically saying that everybody hit their their best riddle stoner face. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I loved how. Oh, I miss Stallion Pete. He's a beautiful man. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about the right. <laughs> yeah, because that's another thing is uh, you know, the similar path. Uh, you know. Uh, we won the Dusty Classic, and we were the tag team champions as well. You know, um, even though Thatcher ended up having to replace uh, Dunn after a while because of the pandemic. Which that was another yeah. thing too. I was like, man, because the, the day we don't ever know if they let him go, right? We just don't I see heard him. Nothing, man. Yeah. I mean, there, there's ugh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, anyway, from uh, right after that segment, we had Big Joseph kind of talking about Riddle as the shaman before being interrupted on screen 
from the back, I'm guessing, by Mandy Rose and the rest of Toxic Attraction, pretty much telling Vic to shut up when she's talking and that the women's tag champs have some business to handle like real women, mm-hmm. unlike all the girls running around in ratty clothes, hand-me-down sneakers, and skateboards, which I'm like, so you're talking about one person? Yeah, seriously. Uh, as she then tells Vic to stop drooling, and of course, uh, it pops uh, Barrett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stop, close your mouth. <laughs> as if he's not an engaged man. As, as it, it, ex- that and the fact that it, as if it's not usually Barrett that's Yeah, coming, yeah, so. for sure. Uh, from here, surprise, surprise. Can you guess it? Backstage segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada. Uh, Indy shown adoring her wedding ring in the mirror as Persia asked if she uh, knew Dexter was going to be at War Games. Indy says that she didn't, but says that now that he's back, you know, she, you know, she's happy and that he's always full of surprises. Uh, Persia hopes that now that he is back, that they'll finally be able to get on the same page. Focus on becoming uh, top tag team contenders. Mm-hmm. And she reminds Indy how hard they worked, uh, you know, getting started back in Australia, trying to even make it in WWE. Cites how Indy made it first and had to wait, and she had to wait for the world to open back up to make it there herself. Uh, but her arrival was already kind of mired in all the engagement and wedding stuff. Mm-hmm. And that she urges Indy that uh, she needs her best friend's focus back at 100% and tells her to leave the love at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indy tells her that she's committed to both Dexter and their team before she sees Dexter and gets super excited. Uh, enter Johnny Gargano now as he's excited seeing the family back together, so to speak. And uh, I don't know if you saw this, but if you see the visually, the visual crafting of the divide. Yeah. With Dexter holding on Indy on one side and, and Johnny hugging them on yeah. the other side, seemingly leaving Persia on the outside by herself. Yeah, so yeah. and I saw too when Dexter even entered before she jumped in his arms, like the the face she made like, ugh, like we just went over this. Yeah. You know? So yeah, they are planting seeds. Can you imagine that. she's like looking down because he he hit one of those crawls and she's like, What's up, baby? <laughs> well I, I, I will say this. It would be weird to break them up so soon because I feel like Indy is still young. So I don't see why they would need to push Persia I mean, over her and Indy yeah, could use true. uh she could use a push too if she's not leaning on the Garganos anymore. You know what I mean? The only reason is if they they, they can make stone, you know, two stones out of one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna Sharpen Indy's sword as well as as uh, help present Persia because you know she is impressive. Yeah, she has height, she has power. Yeah, she's a powerhouse. She has a look. I mean, mm. you know, I can see it going both ways. Yeah, but too soon, possibly. Uh, next, we had Toxic Attraction. I guess this is the business they were talking about uh, handling, like the real women. Yeah, they are with ratty clothes no. <laughs> uh versus uh Valentina Ferroyce and Ulysse. Yeah. Well they kept I wrote it I wrote how they were pronouncing, pronouncing it, it yeah. on commentary. Mm-hmm. Ferroyce is how they kept saying it. Cuz I thought it was Ferroz too but they kept saying Ferroyce. Well either way she's been on TV. She's yeah, good. she's there she's a uh, uh, was the enhancement talent. She's been up over there m- many times. Yeah, cuz they they I guess she teamed up with uh Ulysse Leon. Yeah. Uh, before, so they were commenting saying, "Oh, it looks like they're getting better." I'm like, "Oh, okay, they've been on the show before." Yeah. Uh, JC Jane's elbow taped up for more games as well as GG's ribs. Uh, some early double team and consistent tags. They isolate Ulisa uh, Leon most of the match. Ulisa gets a glimpse of surprising offense with an innovative rolling fireman's carry, Samoan drop, or whatever. Uh, the way she did it, it yeah, it was kind of it's pretty dope. Uh, for Royce tags in and also surprisingly overwhelms Gigi with some offense herself. Hits a diving crossbody, but the finish comes when JC tags back in and hits the Cyclone boot a la Di, uh, Di, Dijakovic. Yeah, that was the Dijakovic, Chris <laughs> it's, Hero. It's, it's been a while since I, I read it, so I was like, Dijakovic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for the win. Uh, post-match is longer than the match. Um, Mandy uh, asks for the mic. 
pretty much tells the crowd that that's how it's done, says they're still standing from war games as the baddest bitches in town, and they still have all the gold, say that they know everyone is talking about them, but also say when you're this damn good, it's expected. Uh, they also say they aren't running from anyone, so to whoever's out there looking for an opportunity to bring it on as they name drop Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Raquel Gonzalez. But of course, Cora Jade comes out uh, to confront them with their arm in a sling. She reminds Mandy how she already she's already beaten her one-on-one weeks ago, uh, how she just won, quote-unquote, won war games, <laughs> and says she... Uh, she won- quote-unquote. Yeah, and says since uh, she wants to throw shade, she came out to handle things face-to-face despite having her arm in a sling. Uh, Mandy tells her she's not the one and challenges challenge her to get in the ring so that she can embarrass her as Raquel Gonzalez music hits and she runs to the ring with a chair to back her up. Um, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Got another vignette of Tiffany Stratton, the uh, daddy's little girl, or, or was it the princess? Yeah, apparently they're doing a slight change with that uh, character. They're not going to lean so hard on the d- spoiled daddy's girl as much as they're going to kind of go in the the route of... Daddy said that I'm too good for. T- I was going to say because there, there was the drastic change from the one last week for yeah, sure. Because I was going to yeah. say we got glimpses of her uh, competing in gymnastics, being recruited for the Team USA in the in the Rio Olympics. Said that uh, Daddy said she's too good to be on a team and that she deserves a gold medal all by herself. And says that the NXT Women's Championship is better than a gold medal. So yeah, mm-hmm. which I'm wondering if does that mean that she's a an, an Olympian? I guess. I couldn't Technically, tell you. yeah. Maybe. I mean, if she made the team, right? I mean, it's like uh, Last Legend. Oh, I I had a chance to be in the WNBA. It was like, but did you go? <laughs> but but yeah. what, but what number did you rock? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. What? Uh, backstage interview. Tony D'Angelo. Uh, he called. Hey, hey, that 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 Tiffany Stratton's a nimble female. Mm-hmm. Uh, says he showed Petey Poppins at War Games that he's not the guy to cross and says that he even got some memorabilia off of him as he shows Pete Dunn's mouth guard mm-hmm. in a glass display. Says he'd normally sell something like this to some stonad on the internet, but gets interrupted by Andre Chase, who congratulates him on the War Games win, but says that he could have followed, if he would have followed his strategy, that Tony would have came out looking more like the star instead of Grayson Waller, which I was like, I don't know who's. Yeah, Braun Breaker was the star. Grayson had one spot. I was going to say there was the one spot, yeah. Uh, Tony uh, takes umbrage with the comments, but says he has to go make some uh, collections and instead challenges Chase to a match in the ring next week. So, which yeah. I was like kind of weird because I don't know if Andre is a, a heel. I guess he's no, a tweener. It's he's yeah. It, it's tough to call, but uh, it's a teachable moment definitely. You know, I'll, I'll be I'll be watching with, taking notes. You know what I'm saying? Because I, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, th- I did think it was weird. You don't see a lot of new school on new school, um, you know, that, matchups. So, I think that's yeah. what it probably was. Yeah, we've been seeing too much of this. I'm trying to make a name for myself all, yeah. off of the work that you da 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 da. Anyway. Backstage segment, Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, Cora thanks Raquel. I don't know why they need to do this on camera. No, whatever. Yeah. Cora thanks Raquel for her help and hypothetically asks, what if she gets a chance at Mandy's woman's title and beats her? Uh, before Raquel tries to gently burst her bubble. Yeah, her, she brings her back to earth yeah, real she, quick. I put, uh, she bursts her overzealous bubble <laughs> as uh, they're both joined by Kaylee Ray and her friend, Mr. Baseball Bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, she hands the bat to Cora, telling her she may need this more than her out the war games. And then uh, Cora's like, well, what are you going to use? And she just tells her not to worry because she has plenty more to spare. So, yeah. Which I guess she's more the badass now. She's the, yeah. <laughs> she's the last kicker. Have we used that? Have we used that? No, yet? I was going to say, she's got that whole bad last thing going right now. Kind of. I mean, she ain't using it. I mean, school. 
Yeah, I, li- I like it though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's that thick, man. Yeah, yeah, it's real. Yeah, it's a thick. Oh, uh, man. Uh, oatmeal mix. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we got a match Santos Escobar versus Zion Quinn. You know what? I didn't watch this because I wanted to get to the main part because um, I knew you had talked to me about uh, Johnny's kind of sign off. So, um, yeah, instead of how, who won this and how and all that. Yeah, they were doing a good job with uh, – I think they've been doing a good job with the subtle things to illustrate the emotions between Elektra and Zion with the like the way that they film her facial expressions. Because mm-hmm. she had a certain look on her face when his music hit. Yeah. Uh, they had like some short eye contact as they, you know, that they shared before he entered the ring. Just stuff like that, you know, that you could read more into, mm-hmm. even though it may not be anything. Because yeah, she's a grown-ass woman and can do what she wants, and it's none of Mackenzie's business. <laughs> I heard <laughs> say all that shit last week. It's like, okay. Oh, man. Sound like you guilty as hell. Like You're like, why you? <laughs> when I'm on the clock, it's fuck this nigga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when I'm on lunch, that's mine. <laughs> I be hitting that's, up again. That, that's my man. I be DMing. I be DMing okay. again. But when I'm on the clock, I can't stand be, his ass. He a dog. But I be when sliding. Clock, I love his ass. I be sliding. <laughs> yeah. uh, Quinn with the power game early on. Escobar. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The early uh, power game early on. Uh, Escobar. Uh, Santos takes a powder before commercial break as we see Santos finally take over the match uh, after launching Zion onto the the steel steps. Uh, back from picture in picture though. Uh, Quinn fights back with a headbutt and, and he follows up with a clothesline and a huge bill toss for a near uh, near fall. As they show a lecture looking on, uh, of course, Santos tries for the Phantom Driver, but Quinn floats over and hits the Rowdy Buster because that's exactly what it was. <laughs> um, spinning, uh, it was a spinning Samoan drop, mm-hmm. uh, but fails to make the cover as Electra distracts him a little bit. Uh, Santos takes advantage, setting Quinn up on the top rope and hits a huge top rope uh, Hurricane Rana. That looked like a nasty landing for Quinn. Mm. Uh, then we see he kind of like rolls all the way to the other side of the ring, and he's just kind of laid out. Mm. Uh, and as he's laid out, you know, she, he, he's laid out right in front of Electra, and then she slips Quinn. Listen to what I'm saying. She slips Quinn, mm. the brass knucks, into his hand. Oh, what the he, he's just laid out, and you see that she put it like right in his hand. Yeah. He starts to come to and notices what's going on. Uh, and, and, you know, so does the ref as Joaquin Wild run. He jumps on, and then you figure out why she did it. He jumps on the on the apron. like, look, he got brass knucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I figured, I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, y'all y'all were teasing they some were, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they were set. It seemed like she was trying to help him, but they were setting up a way to get him DQ'd. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she snitches on him, but he eats, uh, he, you know, he eats the brass knucks from Quinn, knocking him off the apron, which opened the door for the finish as Santos catches Quinn with the bicycle knee, hits the Phantom Driver, one, two, three for the win. Okay. I'm, I want to know what's up with him. I mean, I think LDF are at a point where once they're done with this whole thing with Quinn, they really could go to the main roster. Dude. Uh, but I'm, I don't know. I thought the same about Hit Row, even though they leapfrog LDF and we To be honest, here. this is what they need to do. If they're going to go to the main roster, which they could, they need to beef with the Rey Mysterio, uh, the, the Mysterios. And yeah. They need to recruit Dom, and that's how they split them oh, up. Oh, that's so good. Thank man. See, because I was going to say, you could throw them on Raw and have them interact with the Lotharios, no, too. No, but the, but the Lotharios are, are, are actually on SmackDown. Oh, they're now. on SmackDown. Yeah, Because yeah, I was thinking they, you kind of get the same reach with Electra with the Lotharios. And, you know, oh, that's, you, yeah. you know, the cousins are who you. Who, as, long, as long as 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 we get uh, uh, Angel not, you know, putting any more roses in people's pants. <laughs> Because remember <laughs> yeah, that? Them in the remember ass. that weird shit? Yeah. yeah, I remember all that, uh, man. man. He's a... He, he, he's, uh, <laughs> I remember Disco had a whole t- uh, like he had a whole tirade, <laughs> tirade against him. Uh, we're almost in here. Mm-hmm. Parking lot segment with Diamond Miners are shown walking. I don't know why oh, they're I like didn't see this. They're, they're like walking in the parking lot. I'm like, why are y'all still wearing the same shit y'all wore earlier? Like this is so weird. 
Uh, they get asked about Roderick Strong versus Braun Breaker for uh, next week, as Malcolm Bevan says that he will uh, that that oh Strong will beat Braun Breaker. I'm like, yeah, you ain't finna do nothing. Mm. Uh, as he is the champ in NXT, to which Carmelo and Trick come out of nowhere to interrupt say, them yeah. for mentioning the champion and not saying his name. Uh, interesting detail was Carmelo telling Bivens he knows he just lifted the weight limits and uh, tells Bivens he doesn't have to tell him how good Roddy is or how he's the last one uh, last one standing out of, quote-unquote, that group. Mm-hmm. Uh, because despite who he's beaten, he still isn't the champion. So, mm. obviously, I'm thinking, I mean, again, it's weird that he, you know, we got... Roddy kind of mixing it up with the guy trying to go for the world title. Then you yeah. got the him kind of almost getting his camp getting approached in his absence by the mid card champ. While he's this cruiserweight champ, and there's mm. like you know some mystery going on with whether or not. Because I don't know if you heard uh, going into war games, the idea was they possibly may uh, phase it out uh, the the cruiserweight championship. No, yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Yeah, about, I mean that was the idea. I think um, where yeah they want to change it to maybe. I mean I think you said call it an X and Y title or something earlier. It's the know. AEW title, the all all exclusive wrestling championship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the AIW, the AEW title, all. Exclusive. Oh, exclusive. Oh, it has to inclusive. be inclusive. You're yeah, right. You're right. Yeah, so. I'm thinking everyone's ex- like it's yeah. exclusive to everyone. But yeah, you're right. I you're mean, right. Yeah, because I could see because Impact just brought in something like that. I think Jordan Grace is that champion. That's the digital like the, media champion. Yeah, but it's clearly an intergender type of thing. So I think this is something they're gonna try to do. That's why I thought maybe let's experiment on Dana Brooke taking this 24. That's what it seems like, you know. But I, I don't know. But um, yeah, I didn't realize that there's technically was an, they've already had a woman's uh 24/7 champ. Who? Maria when she was pregnant. Yeah. Tori Wilson when she did the Legends and uh, yeah, <laughs> Raw Legends. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, yeah. Not, it's really not breaking the ground. She's just active, <laughs> active wrestler. But I will say, um, it'll be interesting to see what's up because it's almost like are you planting seeds for Strong to lose because Carmelo gets involved or are they going to mix it up? Can Carmelo be a, a, a champ champ? I'm not mad at that. What look, I what I know? do love is the the whip that trick uh, champ yeah. he gets. Yeah, but, um, but it's only when he gets beat up. Yeah, I mean, but but it's awesome though. Yeah, I mean, if, I, if, if that was me, I'm it, like... It is good heat, yeah. If that was me, I'm like, this is why I picked this name. Yeah, get him. Uh, <laughs> made official for next week, no holds barred match, Duke Hudson and Cameron Grimes. No word on uh, the Braun Breaker, Roger Strong match, if that's been official yet, but you know, mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. Um, from here, before the last commercial break, we see Johnny with uh, Prego Candice and their fur baby uh, backstage, yep. uh, leading up to what I wrote truly the only reason I tuned in this week on a personal note. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then, of course, when we come back, another vignette uh, from Boa tells uh, Ina and Nofe he. Or is no Idris? I'm sorry, Idris yeah, enough. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't know what fi- he doesn't know the fire that he's ignited as once he is one one with his powers, impending doom waits for him. Uh, as quickly as he debuted in NXT, he will take him out of it as it shows him in face paint now and uh, pretty much offers him a challenge uh, to him next week. Uh, by the way, when you first brought him up last week in his vignette. I had called him Draco because there was another vignette. I don't know. If th- I don't think you talked about of another young uh, black. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because so yeah, you- I did see that guy. That's why I was so confused, and I saw it this week. Yeah, yeah. Because when you said uh, Inglewood, I thought that's. I'm like, oh, okay. That's why he's called himself Draco. Like not not necessarily. You know what I mean? But just like that makes sense. That's kind of what they're into out out in the wood, as they say. But anyways, man. Uh, here we go again. This is what we all been waiting for, right? I could have just started with this. Johnny comes out the rubble heart with an obvious face full of emotions. Um, I was like, man, this is getting giving me uh, Daniel Bryan retirement vibes. Yeah. Uh, based just, you know, again, 
Uh, Johnny breaks the ice, saying that uh, the, that heartbreak told me I can go as long as I need. And Chuck, Chucky isn't on tonight, and USA is running. London has fallen. So, you know, I was always a Lafemme Nikita guy myself. I was like, <laughs> yeah. personal pop. Uh, fans already chanting, "Please don't go," which I'm like, man, y'all should say, "Good luck." Yeah. Why would? But they always do that. I mean, it's just one of those. I, I guess it's just an appreciation them, thing. Yeah, right? it's, yeah, it's definitely appreciation. But I think half of it are those uh, WWE lifers that are like, "I'm not going to turn the channel. Please don't go." All right, well, I'll never see you again. You're like, but that, <laughs> yeah. but isn't that kind of dumb? Like, yeah, it's pride. Like, because he, he can people he, like what they like. Man, he, he could be in like Impact for all you know, or even MLW. You're not going to go turn the channel. You know what I mean? Like, anyways. Uh, he says his only regret in six years is he feels he didn't enjoy this more and was always worried about giving his best to the to the, you know uh, his wait what giving his oh oh giving his best just wondering if his promo or match were good and, and you know giving his best to the fans and it says that the fans deserve wrestling that they can be proud of and that he really hopes that he delivered that. Uh, also talks about his trial with NXT and and you know the fact that he was told that he'd never be in NXT but. That it was William Regal who was the one who brought him back for a dark match against Apollo Crews, and the fans were chanting for him in that match, and and that alone made them bring him back every other week, uh, even without even being exclusively on contract, and uh, pretty much credits the fans, mm-hmm. giving him all that he's had in NXT. Says the only place he's ever felt special or important um, was in that wrestling ring in front of the fans. Talks about how much he loves uh, NXT, believes in NXT, and. Name drops Sean, Hunter, Matt Bloom, uh, Sarah Amato, Steve Carino, Terry Taylor, and also Vic Joseph is one of his best friends, which I had no idea. Um, says he knows change is scary, which I was like, oh, what does that mean? He's like, but sometimes it needs to happen. I'm like, oh, I'm, when he said that, I was like, oh, he's going to the fucking main roster. I mean, I, I'm still <laughs> up in the air with it. Yeah, you know I mean, who knows? I think he's still entertaining it. You know, I don't know. I mean, like, hmm. Cause to him, he could be like, "Well, dude, I'm about to be a dad, so I gotta slow yeah. things down." But I don't know if that's possible on the main roster schedule. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very true. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I mean, and, and not to say, oh, but you know, you only got to work two days over at AEW, so hey, mm-hmm. you'll be home more. <laughs> it's yeah. easy to say that, but I would say that and it's mostly on the East Coast. So whether it's Cleveland or Florida, which I'm sure they have homes both in both spots. You know what I mean? It might be the better deal. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, it's just one of those things, though, at the same time, that outside looking in, that still, yeah, that sounds great, but it's, it's more than just that and mm-hmm. how that's going to work for me. And I mean, who knows? Anyways, he says, if there's one message he wants to leave them with, it's that they can never fail if you bet on yourself. Says he doesn't know what his immediate future holds. Johnny doesn't know what his future holds. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. Might see him in action every Sunday. <laughs> I was going to say Wednesday or Friday. Tuesdays, I guess. Mm, possibly. Not anymore. Well, not Tuesday, yeah. Uh, says that it's still up in the air and says he may do some things here and there, which I was like, hmm, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. I'm like, are you going to be like the next William Regal? Which would be, mm, that'd be kind of cool. And, instead, instead of like a glass case with the oh, brass nuts, it, it's, yeah. it's like pencils. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one thing for sure, in, in February, he's starting the most important job in his life as a father. As they chant baby wrestling, which I thought that was awesome. Mm. Uh, he says, "Dude, I'm, uh, I'm." Uh, he's, what do you say? That he's gonna watch this in a couple of years. He's gonna, it's gonna be so awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, says right now, the, the most important thing to him uh, is, you know, he's just worried about Candice and his new son coming soon. As the crowd goes noticeably crazy, and he gets attacked from behind by 
Drum roll, please. Fuck it. Bitch-ass Grayson Waller. Bitch-ass Grayson Waller. With a still chair who's incensed and screaming at him that this isn't his house anymore as he throws him outside the ring and hits the Shane McMahon variation of the Pillmanizer onto the ring steps. Uh, the, the, what I meant by that is the chair around the neck. Oh, yeah. Throw him into the I mean, the it's kind of the post. Matt Hardy special. That's true. Yeah, he was I guess doing the, that. But, but I, yeah, I just, Shane Yeah, I remember Shane recent. getting hit with it. Yeah. I think it was by KO. Oh, maybe that's yeah. why I remember. I don't know why I'm thinking of an old, like, dark brown haired, like, ex punk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shane McMahon <laughs> yeah, yeah, getting, yeah. It, getting it or something. That's very funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, it, as uh, he teases Jeff, uh, Vic Joseph, telling him to do something about it. Yeah. Uh, before he power bombs Johnny through the announcer's table, talking down the camera, saying, if you want views, you come to Grayson Walla mm-hmm. to end the night as the fans uh, call him a piece of shit. I agree, 2.0. I agree. Poor heat, but could have been great heat for someone else. Yeah. And where the fuck was Ciampa? It, Maybe this is leading the Ciampa versus bitch-ass Waller down the line, but I, who knows? I feel like yeah, it's got. he's going to want to defend Johnny, right? Um, so but between, I think that's his next pit stop before dropping it to Breaker. But yeah, I was surprised out of everyone, that's who they gave this uh, juice to. It's a gift, I, I, too. I, I, it's, I, it's a gift. I, I feel like you yeah. could have gave it to probably like Harlan with Joe Gacy's direction. I thought that's who, because I didn't, I didn't see the, I watched it backwards. So mm-hmm. during the Santos Escobar match, sometimes I'll have a graphic on the side that tells you something that may be coming up yeah, yeah. or coming up next week. All I said was Harlan in ring uh, debut. So I'm thinking it's tonight. And that was before I watched the Joe Gacy uh, vignette. So yeah. when I watched the back, I'm like, okay, that's what that meant. Because when I saw that, I was like, yo, they're going to give him the juice. Like, they're about to make. Because I heard that something happened. I had a feeling something happened with Johnny. And I'm like, why wouldn't Johnny be main event? I'm like, there's no time for, for Harlan. And again, I didn't know Harlan wasn't going to show up. Yeah. But I was thinking, that's how he's going to debut. Yeah. Is he's going to, you know, give the. the <laughs> Pretty much whoop that whoop that ass, you yeah, know what I mean yeah, for Gargano. I'll, but I mean, even maybe maybe even Carmelo could have gotten it, but he yeah. was already on the show enough times to be on. He's still doing the Dexter Loomis thing, but because it's still Dexter Loomis, he's still connected with the Gargano stuff. Yeah, so it could have been Trick and Carmelo, really. With Trick, maybe power. It could have been him. maybe you know, maybe D'Angelo. Yeah. Nah, nah. Mm, nah I, I you're think right. D'Angelo. That it's the same problem with Waller. It's too. It's it's like. The character's still too fresh. Like, we were talking about the same thing. Waller, he's had three matches, right? Three or four. Three or two. Let's say if he had three. Two of them were DQ'd, remember? Because he got swept or 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 were like, one against Duke Hudson. When he tried to go off the, the, the middle rope, he got swept and then got a roll up with the tights. It was oh, like yeah, his yeah. first week after the first poker vignette. And then the next time he had a similar thing happen, and I think it was against like Ciampa or, or LA Knight or something like that. Or LA Knight did it. And he, you know, got himself DQ. You know, it was something like that. So they both need more, um, more laps around the track before I could give him that that juice. But See, yeah, one other person that could have gotten that juice for sure would have been Braun Breaker. Since I thought since so he got too. The, the Chopper thing going. That but. makes the most sense. But it seemed because Harlan was, Harlan was, makes sense too, though. Yeah, because I mean? I'll yeah. be honest, I was thrown off by the Roddy Strong stuff. Where I thought, well, why don't you just step to Carmelo on the battle of who the the champion is? That's a way better program than having Braun be yeah. in it somehow. And yeah, yeah. so they could have taken Braun from that and had Braun taking Waller's spot, and maybe just have Waller do something else, you know? Because clearly they're trying to 
capitalize on this momentum from that elbow drop. But besides that, I don't see where anyone else thinks he was the MVP. And it seems like that was an edict that they wanted to get across from the broadcast. Absolutely. Right? For so, whatever reason, that's that's that was the the narrative that they wanted. Yeah. Because and, if you notice, they interviewed everybody else yeah. who was on that team, and no one else disputed or even tried to say it was them. Yeah. And and it's done. And you would think I mean, Braun would be the one since he won it. And then yeah, he had Andre Chase even bring it up. Yeah. To which Tony, he just he didn't even badmouth him. He just you yeah. know took offense with what he said. No. You and, know, and, so. and, it, and it maintains that that's the locker room opinion. Yeah. In a sense, which yeah. is it's just weird. So I and especially when you give him the last segment to take out arguably one of the forefathers of NXT from the last you know from the modern era. Um, you know, not to take anything away from the Cesaros, the Zanes, the Nevilles, Bo Dallas's, etc. But uh, you know, in the last we'll say five years, Johnny has really helped put. NXT on the map, as did Ciampa. He, but he's been Braun the Breaker, true people's champion. Yeah, 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 def- yeah, definitely. You know, and so to put Waller in that position as the guy welding the chair, uh, all that, to being the guy that that it's, writes Johnny off, it's it's a that's a quite of a, a quite an honor. It's, yeah, I was gonna say it's it's not that maybe it shouldn't been him. It's surprising just based on the public opinion of him versus yeah. what's really being, uh, what's the word. Uh, What's basically how how it's coming off on TV? You yeah. know what I mean. He hasn't done enough. Yeah. Where, where you're like, oh, but, but this could this could be. What they're trying to jumpstart this. You know, if, if I put like this, if the end result was to get him even more hated, congratulations. That's that's yeah, easy, right? But I, I but worry if that was this. A, yeah, it, like, it feels it, impulsive or desperate. If, but that's my thing. If he has the proper follow up to actually step it up, hey yeah. man, you know what I mean. Yeah, I ain't gonna be. But at the same time, and the reason I give it credit, you might be right. Is, this might be a baptism by fire moment for him. That's what we'll I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and the fact that you know he even you couple that with you you want views, you come to me, and you know that's why I'm like the foreshadowing was kind of. I'm not mad at the foreshadowing because you, I mean, yeah. you didn't even think about him the rest of the night. No, you, you know didn't. What I mean? so. and, and that is something that is view worthy, but I I just don't know how many of those. Like you can't make. He's not gonna be like the legend killer of views. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I just don't know if he's just gonna attack people all the time just to get his view, you know, and I, I don't know how long that can sustain, but we'll see. I, I still, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. That could have been breaker. That probably would have made a better thread to uh, put through that quilt, but we'll see, man. Yeah, but that's all I got, man. That's all I got for NXT. That was it. Uh, like I said, it was five matches, but like yeah, segment crazy. heavy, yeah, seg segment heavy. heavy, promo heavy. So, um, but yeah, that's all I got, man. Yeah, man. Uh, sh- should I just jump right into Dynamite? You want well, to- <laughs> come on in? The boom bounce is fun. Hey, man. All right, here we go. First time, well, not first time, <laughs> but it's been a while since I've done it. We uh, 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 a Dynamite. Uh, we start with a in ring segment. We're of course live in the uh, you know what, what is the UBS, the UBS Center. That was you know. A a little bit of controversy uh, we were talking about last week, but of course, uh, right in Long Island, as we hear MJF's music hit uh, to a big pop, only for a trolling CM Punk to emerge from the tunnel to a sea of booze. Reason I love this is because everyone thought this is what was going to happen on the first dance in Chicago. Everyone expected his music to hit and MJF to come out and troll. Only, That's true, to, you know. And so I thought it was a sort of ingenious to kind of do it. Now I'm back and forth on the content, and I'm not going to go over everything, but you know, basically we see. 
CM Punk, he starts trolling the live crowd. He says, hey, is that all you got? Chicago is way louder. And, uh, you know, he says, I, I figured this is, uh, I figured out why the Islanders have yet to win a game in this building. You know, kind of talking about, like, the, the mean, crowd yeah. support, you know. Uh, <laughs> and then he, he goes, that's kind of hot in here. I has this four-pillar shirt on where uh, Britt Baker, I, I don't want to say noticeably because I didn't see it until they're actually uh, Excalibur. The, they're actually selling it online. It, which I, which on, makes on shop, sense. Yeah. And I didn't know that till that point where Excalibur notes that Britt Baker's actually taking MJF's spot in the original Pillar shirt, which, you know, just continues the whole Britt Baker's more over than you type of thing. Uh, you know, continues to ridicule MJF's pre uh, previous quips about how he's going to be more over than Piper in Portland and says, you're not over, you're not better than Piper in Hell Comes to Frogtown. You know, yeah, you, yeah. know you know, and... Uh, Says, uh, I, I, I was meaning to ask how you felt about that line. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> bad. You know, I, I think to me what was weird was a lot of the Islander jabs and, and the Chicago jabs. You know, he's saying like, you know, maybe you can uh, not run and hide like they do here in Long Island. We could stand and fight like we do in Chicago or – you know, d just different things. Uh, I mean, there was one thing I wasn't a big fan. Like, oh, you brought my dog into this, but Larry has more balls than you, and he's he's neutered. That seemed a little much, you know. But um, I like how he did bring up the Rodman reference. He said, you know, I didn't like Rodman. He came from Detroit, and then he came to our team, and then he was my worm. He was your worm, and I get it. MJF is your worm, and I don't, I'm don't. i not mad at you, but I just feel bad for you. And I was just like, man, this is kind of weird because it is very uh, much in a heel cadence you know, um, but I did love how he basically he, he was definitely had that undermining tone of voice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, but, but but I think for him it was because he like he loved to be able to throw darts on a hockey level because yeah. he loves his hockey. Yeah, you know? oh, definitely. But I did love. Uh, he basically says, you know what? I want to chase. He, he makes it clear. I'd, I would love to chase the title after the uh, winner is coming, whoever the winner is, Hangman and Daniel Bryan. But I'm sure MGF's thinking the same thing. So he kind of lightly suggests, you know, let me take care of this, and whoever wins maybe will be the next challenger. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, but he basically basically ends by saying, you know what, Long Island, if that's your guy, if MGF is your guy and you back him, then you guys are all chicken shit. <laughs> and then leaves. Uh, this brings us to the first match of the night, the uh, Dynamite Diamond Battle Royale. We got Leo Rush going against Matt Hardy, Lee Moriarty, uh, Matt Seidel. Did I see Shoddy Lee in there? It was so weird. Until I saw them next to each other, I didn't realize, like, so there's two black Lees, <laughs> in the, in, not only in the match, but in the roster. Lee Moriarty and Lee, shoddy Lee Johnson, you know. But, and uh, Leo Rush. Of course. Uh, we got Leo <laughs> Rush, of course. Wardlow, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Jay Lethal, uh, Frankie Kazarian, Dante yeah, Martin, that... and of course MJF. Had to note there was a hell of a hometown hero vignette for uh, MJF, uh, you know, they're talking about all his accolades, the, all the yeah. The voiceover was funny until it started going a little overdrive. Yeah, for me. the Aka fellas was a little funny for me um, because he can sing, but he, you know, obviously we know that from the whole you know thing he did with, with Jericho. Uh, but it it landed to me a bit of like some Andy, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, I can't think it was uh, uh, Nard Dog. I forgot it. Oh, Sandberg. No, no, no. Oh, no. oh, you're talking from, about from the office. Uh, Ed Helms, his yeah. character, he's big on acapella, like, you know, did the whole thing. So I thought that was a little funny. I love how he has his Letterman jacket on. But uh, yeah, I, I thought it was crazy how he came out to, uh, you know, obviously a big pop, but had very uncharacteristic emotion about it, you know? And, yeah, and he I, was I slapping was, hands, dude. Yeah, and yeah, I was, was kind of happy for him. Like, oh, man, he's really having a moment like, right he's here. He's like, oh, finally I could stop being on all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, probably. You like, know? I, I and, and, and you know what? He did say that was going to happen. He did say you're going to come. 
coming to my, you know, they're going to be rocking the burb, like he said. <laughs> he, he's, you know, he said that the basically the place was going to, I mean, basically everyone said Long Island turned heel <laughs> on, on Wednesday is how they felt about it. It was, it was pretty, the only thing I have to say about this match is mm-hmm. I was very surprised with the way that they chose to treat Jay Lethal in this match. Well, I got a I got a theory on that. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to – I'm not going to really tell too much, just who eliminated who. Uh, Wardlow got out Lee Moriarty. Uh, Hobbs took out Seidel. And uh, Hardy and Lethal. So, I – immediately when I saw them, you know, mixing it up, I go, man, it will be cool to see them reprise their little interaction from Ring of Honor because they did have a program. And as soon as I saw that – or I said that, Bunny slips the knucks – he beams them in the head with the with the brass knucks and throws them over and eliminates them. So I said, boom, right there. That's how you start this again is now we're going to have a good matchup between Matt Hardy and Jay Lethal because those guys are both vets and they could put on a good show. Uh, Dante actually eliminates Hardy and then he has a face-off with Leo. Uh, at one point, we do see Leo Rush uh, eliminate Hobbs and uh, MJF was able to eliminate, I believe it was uh, Shoddy Lee and Leo Rush when they were trying to dump out Wardlow, which eliminated Wardlow in the process. We've seen this dozens of times. Um, I did like though before he got out Wardlow had what I called a face hoss not a face ho- face off with Hobbs which is really good no yeah I, I like their segment it was really cool yeah and then of course we got a lot of that you know MJF in the corner massaging his shoulders I think he got a, a big pop like a holy shit chant because he ran over and snuck a stomp on uh, Dante during picture and picture yeah and dude I, I well he, he also he did something else too where he just like he he did something and then just ran to the corner and just put his arms up. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. He stunk, yeah, but uh, basically we get down to the final three, which is uh, Starks, Dante Martin, and MJF, and a weird light show kind of begins to, I guess, to uh, let you know it's the final three. That, Team- okay, that's what I felt, but everyone was going crazy. Like I, I looked at my timeline. Oh, is this a tease for Bray Wyatt? No. No, How that would have been dumb. I'm like, because I told, I was like, dude, WWE used to make a big deal about the last final two in the Royal Rumble. This happened to be the final three in a dozen. You know what I mean? So, like, it kind of makes sense. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Know. But uh, Team Taz, they look to use the numbers game when Dante suddenly eliminates Starks, uh, much to the chagrin of uh, Taz. And then he rips, off, he rips off the FTW armband. I think everyone did. My thing is this, um, and they kind of said the same thing on WrestleTalk. I'm not mad at giving him a storyline, but he needs a character first. And he, he not doesn't just talk. being the young guy that flies around is not a character. You know, he's being directed by Leo Russ, and you guys gave us two weeks of that, and then he's defecting and not listening to Leo Russ and signing. And, and I don't know. It's just it's this weird, yeah, it's, weird it, thing. It was weird because he kept, for whatever reason, kept partnering partnering up, like, uh, what's the word? Coupling Leo Rush with him. Yeah. Uh, Taz was like, that damn Dante and Leo. I'm like, Leo had nothing to do with yeah, that. Yeah, that was even, just him I mean, they never him. did touch, but they had a face-off where it looked like they were, and then they got interrupted. But, uh, but yeah, uh, he eliminates Starks, and then uh, basically the winners are MJF and Dante, and the, you know because they were the final two, they won the right to face each other next week for that dynamite ring, and uh, they even shake hands post-match. But post-match, Ricky Starks comes back and starts to beat up Martin. Uh, we see MJF on the ramp. He teases at least three times whether he should go down there and finally he runs down there as if he's going to save Martin but he actually joins in on the beat down. Uh, I wasn't mad at how he did it. No, no, not at all. Which uh, we see Punk actually make the save instead. He chases off uh, MJF and then hits Starks with a GTS and uh, of course we have an official Martin versus MJF for next week uh, for that Dynamite ring, man. So we'll see how Which I was surprised that they chose to go with Dante, to be honest. I mean, he's been the young up-and-comer but there were more notable names in there. I'm surprised they didn't pull the trigger on the Wardlow part uh, thing. I, that, yeah. That's what I was thinking it was going to be them two. Yeah. I thought they were going to do that. But the other thing too, I was like, I, w- I didn't know how interested I was in a Ricky Starks MJF match until I saw them 
Yeah. Kind of, you know. No, nah, definitely. Uh, next, we have a, 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 a actually eight-man tag. Jurassic Express teaming up with Varsity Blondes uh, going against 2.0. He's turning hill, bro. He's turning hill. Uh, who? Christian. Oh, I, I didn't see anything he did. but or, or at least, I mean, I saw, I was watching stuff. But I, I don't know. Um, I didn't see anything notable in this match. But 2.0 in the acclaimed. Uh, pre-match, of course, we get a nice rap from, or sort of from Caster. Yeah. He, he talks about being an island boy, trying to, you know, catching on topical things. Says he's bigger in New York than New York. Uh, and I did like how he says, you know, Jungle still can't cut a promo. He'll run his bitch ass out of town like Cuomo. Which he's is, used that line before. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, that's why I like how he said he still can't, you know. But uh, basically, we get a finish where uh, JB, I always put JB when I'm writing, uh, writing in short, Jungle Boy goes to lock in the snare trap, but Daniel Garcia, who's at ringside, jumps on the apron before getting taken out by uh, Eddie Kingston, who runs down uh, to a big pop as well. Uh, Maxson misses the mic drop, elbow drop he does, and then uh, gets locked into the snare trap and taps out for the loss, uh, giving uh, the, the uh, faces the win. Post-match, uh, we see Eddie kind of commandeer a cameraman to the back curtain. I don't know what version you watch. I, watch I was going to ask you TV. about this. And he starts cutting a promo that does not pick up at all. In the no, you don't hear. I was going to say, I don't hear anything. Anything, right? All. Okay. So the other thing, too, is everyone keeps saying that this segment involved both members of Proud and no. Powerful. And I only saw Ortiz. It was just Ortiz all the yeah, time. Yeah, and you noticeably see him trying to calm Eddie down. And then they all get jumped by uh, Garcia 2.0. We see referees and officials try to rush in and get control. But even they're not safe in the melee. We see when, uh, yeah. uh, I believe it's uh, Matt. Matt Lee, oh, yeah. Matt Lee was, like, just tossing referees. Yeah, I was straight like, straight up. Oh, and then Garcia okay. actually sucker punched uh, Ortiz before leaving, which I was like, that looked almost shoot low-key. Like, not on purpose, but it just happened, you know? Yeah, um, the only thing, I was, the, with the thing with Christian, the it's nothing he does in the in the ring. It's these promos he's been cutting about how yeah. he's guaranteeing Jurassic Express is going to win, but it's the way he says it. I'm like, I feel like when they lose, you're going to turn on them, or you're going to be the reason why they lose, mm-hmm. and then we're going to get J, uh, Jungle Boy versus Christian. You know what I mean? I mean, that's which I is think great. We've all been waiting for that, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know what he's doing now. He's not doing anything with Impact, so he hasn't been wrestling. Yeah, I was yeah, say. seriously. But um, uh, FTR, uh, we get a backstage segment with them. We got Tully speaking first, says you know FTR were once champs before, and they're going to be the first two time champs. And uh, yeah, man, they're uh, basically saying that they beat uh, Lucha Bros once, they beat them again with a replacement twice, and then. Beat Beat him in their own country thrice times. Uh, we got uh, uh, Cash. He comes in and says, uh, you know what? Your only victory is a fluke. There's no more fun in games. It's time to take the rightful spot at the top as they are uh, not only trans, uh, torchbearers of tag team wrestling, they're transcended as well. Not just for now, but for far in the future of tag team wrestling. And, of course, uh, Dax always puts the cap on the pen, man. He says, you know, uh, Friday is going to pay my bills. It's going to uh, feed my family or full, uh, fill my family's stocking and make sure that we get yeah. food on the plate. And he says, uh, you know, they're going to go down in history in the annals of uh, AEW as the best tag team of all time. Top guys out. Uh, this brings us to a, a huge, huge tag team match. Young Bucks with Adam Cole, Bay Bay, and uh, Brandon Cutler on the floor with the cam, of course, against Chaos or Chuck Taylor and Rocky Romero with Azu Rock. Yeah, that as well, actually. Uh, w- with uh, Cassidy Rapungi. or Orange Cassidy, I should say. At, uh, <laughs> you gonna be gone? It's just it, you jump into the finish, man. I, I, come no, out I, I just love it because I listen. To, I listen. I get hyped, and then I hear the song. I'm like, oh, I forgot it's Rocky. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not a well well wrapped verse very much, but it, it's it's a good song nonetheless. But yeah, Orange Cassidy on side as well. Uh, the only thing I was gonna note was just a few spots I thought that were entertaining. Uh, at one point, Taylor does get a hot tag. It goes on, you know, does a his whole two for one DDT flatliner. Hits a tope con hilo. That and was a stiff point, flatliner. He hit. Yeah, though. That he was definitely yeah. did. And then he chases off Cutler at. 
just to walk right into a super kick party, which I thought oh, was Oh, was, after he hit that tope? Yeah, yeah that was yeah. clean. Uh, and at one point, we do see Bucks. They hit the kiss spot on the floor to a huge pop uh, You know, with Adam Cole. And then they actually hit this that draping senton spot, but to Chuck Taylor on the apron to the floor. And it yeah. looked really rough. And then, of, uh, of course, there's a point where we see Nick go for that apron PK, only for Orange Cassidy to kind of block while putting his hands in his uh, pockets, but uh, only for Cole to be right behind uh, right behind him to feed him a nice pump kick. Uh, Dude, and, he pump kicked him out of his shoes. Yeah, definitely, man. And then uh, Rocky Romero, he goes on a tear with the forever clotheslines, the forever hooligan uh, joint, hits a double Rana, and uh, even does that thing where he runs off the stairs, does like a step up uh, Hurricane Rana, and a running slice bread for a near fall. But we see the finish where Chuck hits soul food to Nick on the floor while Matt starts his locomotive Northern Lights until Rocky actually counters with a Trent-style yeah, nice. tornado DDT. Uh, Cutler distracts the ref so Cole can cheap shot Rocky but gets stopped by Orange's sloth assault from behind, which starts the super kick party. Uh, Cutler actually accidentally cold sprays Matt in the melee and uh, allows for a stuffed pile driver getting... to get hit by Chuck. Uh, but Nick breaks the pin. Yeah, it was. And it, then they, they, finally, they would have won for sure. Yeah, definitely. And then finally, Chuck gets dumped outside as Matt counters a slice bread to a Meltzer driver attempt, which Rocky does escape at first. But now in the second try, as the Bucks hit the Meltzer uh, for the win, I thought that was a little much to, do, to go for it twice. It's like you already got him, you know, me set up. He doesn't need to escape just for you to get him again, you know, kind of under. I, I, think, I think they were just a little, uh, they got a little New Japan nostalgic. Out a little too much, Because yeah. it felt a little bit more like a New something we would have seen at a New Japan show. Yeah. Like a live show, though. But, um, yeah, I, I just got to say, Brandon Culler needs something else other than the cold spray. I'm getting sick of the same, like... Yeah. Oh, I got the wrong guy again. Oh, I, got, I mean, when do they when do they kick you out the crew? Well, I'll tell you what though, it's better than um, the the Dungeon and Dragon thing. I wasn't going anywhere, oh, that's you know, true. with the special die and all that. I mean, I thought it was special for him, but it didn't do much. He you thought know? he was going to bring in like a contingent of fans, like that's us in those in between those ropes. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> but uh, post match, the super click stomp out the faces. Uh, we see, uh, is it Wheeler Yuta? Right? Yeah, Yuda yeah. runs down. He walks right into a super kick party with a side of cold spray. Uh, Bucks pick up Orange for a, a, a Panama Sunrise from Cole, and then they set up for the BTE trigger, the three-way, of course, uh, when the Best Friends theme hits, and Sue's van pulls up to the ramp. Uh, Trent hops out to a huge pop and a new look, looking like he's fresh out of military school. Uh, kisses his mom before uh, running down, spearing Cutler to Jupiter, as I wrote. Uh, he takes out the super uh, super click with a pair of lariats. Yeah, he, sli- a, uh, he sliced through a Cutler. I'm right? Sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, hits a half and half suplex, uh, and we get a nice four corner hug spot, followed by a Statlander actually escorting Sue down for a bigger hug spot because you gotta give the people what they want. And uh, the faces celebrate while the heels lick their wounds up on the ramp. There is nothing more delightful than watching uh, Sue trying to clap along to Rapungi. Oh yeah, no, honestly, <laughs> I, that I they they called her the most over mom in wrestling, and I almost thought is Shelton Benjamin's kayfabe mom like hold my beer. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm coming. I don't know if you want that to happen. You know, or is Linda coming in like, hold on, man. You know, uh, we get a backstage segment. Ruby Soho, uh, she's being, uh, you know, interviewed when she's actually interrupted by the Bunny and Penelope. Uh, they say they have a deal with Nyla to be the first contenders if and when she wins the uh, TBS title. Then they kind of plant seeds for this six woman tag that's going to take place on Rampage, where they're going to team with Nyla versus Ruby and partners of her choice. But they say, hey, you don't have any friends, and you're Ruby Solo. Ha ha. Yeah. Ruby removes her jacket uh, real quick and says, why wait? Uh, gets only one forearm shot in, though, before Nyla joins in with a surprise, bitch. And uh, now, I was I was holding it in to not bring that up earlier when you brought up Nyla and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Kyrie Sane. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> surprise, bitch. Like, she always, like, it, I, like I said, it, it always rocks me because I'm like, 
I'm, I'm, I'm like, she's got good timing with it. I, I laugh, say. but then I'm like, oh, I keep forgetting. Like, it's, is that offensive? I don't know. Uh, yeah, right. But uh, Nyla and Vicky actually helped stomp out Ruby uh, until TJ or Ty J uh, comes out chasing him off with I steel like, chairs. Yeah. But they they didn't like chase him off. It was almost a, yeah. like they didn't do a good all right. Job. I guess we'll leave. You know, but it's like yo, there's chairs in their hand. Why would you even hesitate? Uh, this brings us to a uh, interesting segment on the ramp. There was a, I noticed they were doing a lot more of these, which is kind of an old school way of doing stuff. Uh, but uh, we had Tony Schiavone. Uh, he's on the ramp with Sammy Guevara, TNT champ. He's uh, Sammy Guevara. Nice. He's uh, introduced uh, for a small bit when Cody Rhodes' music hits. Uh, mixed reaction, of course. I was surprised on the mixed reaction. Or they're in Long Island, so yeah. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they thought, oh, let's see if those, <laughs> that sacrifice last week let's te- let's was test fruitful. It out. Yeah, let's see. But uh, he's, uh, Cody basically comes out and says, hey, man, I want you to be blindsided. All these open challenges have been great. But from one good guy to another... You know, I want you to know that uh, TK has uh, made it official on Christmas Day. It's going to be me and you for the TNT title. Uh, he wishes him luck and then kind of teases walking to the Hill Tunnel before. He, he, I love how he quickly spun around back to the face tunnel. But if you yeah. saw, how, he, did, you... he did a slight yank of his ear. And so to me, that was like his little, I hear you. You know, because he always mm. does the thing with the super hearing. And, yeah, you know, yeah. So I was a fan of that because he's one of those guys that knows how to walk the line of kayfabe and poke the bear a little bit. So I'm not mad at that. I thought it was kind of weird to couple this segment, though, with uh, Men of the Year being in the crowd again. Um, I was, like, thinking he get, beat get, both of y'all, didn't he? It's Like, what, in two weeks? Like, Or he beat Ethan once. I think he beat Ethan. I don't think he ever went against Scorpio. And I think that's the match everyone wants to see. And, and uh, I think that's what we're going to see because uh, we see, you know, they interrupt. They're from the stands. They say, hey, you know, don't worry. Dan Lambert's coming back. They complain about how, you know, they, they've been jumping through hoops to get their title shot while Cody can kiss TK's ass. Um, and, you know, Scorpio makes a point. He says, you know, you'll face anyone and everyone except the two guys who are in the top five. And he uh, says, you know what, uh, Tony, you shouldn't give this guy an interview. You should give him some balls because it's time to step up to the plate. Stop calling yourself a champion and prove that you are one. Uh, but Sammy kind of just lays down the gauntlet. He does, you know, just incredible style vicariously through the belt and uh, just tells him to bring it on, you know, as uh, they're in the stands. He's on the ramp. So that we'll see that was the biggest uh, logic uh, the, the hole for me was you guys are all the way up in the nosebleeds talking that shit. Yeah. Wh- and why? Like, why can't we see just be in the ring and then cut a post-match promo? Did you see that? That's why we should be getting tired. You know what I mean? Make me care that you're not getting what you think you deserve. You know what I'm saying? Make it arguable. And, and, the, and then the, they did announce that Dan Lambert's coming back, right? That's what yeah, they, said. they did. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, we'll but uh, we up. get a, a vignette of uh, Jade Cargill and Thunder Rosa. Not bad. Um, not much to report there. Just a vignette. You know, they they got a, I believe it's a semi semifinal coming up for the uh, TBS championship. So yeah. Uh, next we have a uh, what I thought was a really great uh, women's match. You had talked about earlier how there's a lot of Joshi uh, talent that are very familiar with each other on the roster at AEW. This is no different. Jamie Hayter going against Rio. I did. Um, I did. Did see that spot you were telling me about, by the way. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You know, but uh, I mean, Britt Baker got a cheap shot in pretty early. We also got a Tiger Faint kick pretty early by Rio, which I was surprised. Uh, and she does hit a diving crossbody, but in the end, you know, we do see her go for another one, which is the spot you were just talking about, where it's on the floor and she is. I don't want to say she's dropped. Like, she does touch the floor, but Hater's I, I able to deadlift just, her back up. But she, it was just – it might have just been deflected. She was just know? so light that she kind of slipped through her arms. Like, yeah. it was weird. Like, See, but here's my thing. I found I had the same problems with this match in some parts as you did with Rio versus Nyla. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, um, I know exactly And, what you and mean. don't get me wrong. Jamie has leaned up a bit. 
since you know her inception, first uh, you know uh, broad, broadcast at AEW or first match. But I still felt like she had more muscle. And so, I mean, there was some nonsensical stuff going on where, I mean, at one point, I mean, Rio somehow Snapdragon suplexes her. Yeah, I did. She too. tries. She couldn't do it. Then she does it in the corner. And Taz notes on commentary. I mean, she didn't really clap her hands, though. You know, so it's like, then, then if he's going to bury it and tell the truth, then why do Word. it? No, you know? that, that, that's, you know. Because you're looking, I'm talking like, hater, literally at one point, she goes for a suplex, Rio tries to counter with a small package, and Jamie deadlifts her out the small package. Yeah. she got, can't even do it. At one point, the, she hits a sheer drop brain buster. Look nasty, near fall. By the you're way. You're a knocky backbreaker, near fall. Like, what the hell, you the, know? I had... A favorite moment of commentary on the during this match because it's always and it's always uh, freaking Tony when he's trying to carefully talk about the women's strength mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, man, she's you know she just she's got that uh that 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 bottom strength you know what I mean those yeah. she got those those uh those those big legs mm-hmm. and, and that's that's what he says and I'm like in my head I'm like careful Tony and then you hear Taz right after yeah man you see you see how she got that. That nice rear chin lock. I was like, "Did you just say nice rear? Did you just, oh, did man. you say that just to get Come that on, in?" Taz. Yeah, I was like, that was way right. too perfect, bro. See, but another non—I was gonna say just to add to the nonsensical stuff too—was at one point she hit a code red, and yeah, although did. it looked good, I don't believe it. No, I mean especially when I mean, there was you, a you just put struggle. over you just put over how bottom strong yeah. slash heavy she is. Yeah, she shouldn't be able to carry her over like that. Yeah. But she does hit a diving foot stomp for a very near fall. And at this point, Rebel gets on the apron. She distracts Rio uh, in the corner. But uh, and she's trying to help her for Jamie, but somehow counters it into a avalanche crucifix bomb. The most nonsensical spot. Yeah, it was, and, it was, uh, yeah I was kind of pissed w- off about that. That's right. Why. And uh, she follows with the running basement double knees for the win. Post-match, Britt does beat her down, though, uh, from behind and cinches in the lock jaw to send a message ahead of their uh, title match. I think it's – is that going down at Winter is Coming? I don't know. Right, Possibly. Well, well, we'll see. I'll tell you right now. Because we I was got match say, yeah. announcements, my dude. I was just about to say, usually they'll tell you at the end. But, yeah, yeah. I was like, not like the one I got for NXT. So, I don't know. <laughs> Well, let's see. We got uh, AEW Tag Team title match uh, next week. It's uh, Or not next week. On Rampage. Lucha Brothers going against FTR. We got uh, Ruby Soho teaming with Ty J against Nyla Rose, the Bunny, and Penelope Ford, as we talked about earlier. Uh, Taz actually announces, uh, because, you know, he's been, he was teasing this announcement. He was trying to get, like, it's, you know, I guess, get it sanctioned. sanctioned yeah. And, and uh, announces uh, for... Uh, you know, out of I don't know what it had to do with Dante or Leo at all, but basically announces, uh, or not basically does announce that his son Hook uh, will be making his in-ring debut on Rampage against Fuego del Sol. Uh, also, in addition to these announcements, AEW Ram- uh, not Rampage, but Revolution is announced for March sixth uh, at the Edition Financial ask you about Arena. That. Uh, I, I got hit up by the, by a good friend of the show. Mm-hmm. They want to see if we want to go. We'll see what's up. It's in March. We'll see I mean, it's, it is in Orlando. I don't know how you feel about the whole Florida contingent and <laughs> yeah, all we'll that. See. I mean, you know. you know, I mean, we'll see. Opalaka, <laughs> Opalaka, <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, the last uh, last bit of the announcements. Winter is coming next week. We got the Dynamite Diamond Final between MJF and Dante Martin. Uh, Serena Deeb going against uh, Hikaru Shida. Uh, that actually came with a nice little vignette. Uh, and then we have the AEW World Title Match: Brian Danielson taking on uh, reigning champ Hangman Adam Page. I will say though, I'm a little mad that uh, he hasn't had more action since winning the title. Because, yeah. Because Daniel, Danielson can always make the, why well, I've been busy week after week after week kicking your friend's heads in and you just been taking a breather since you became champion. And you then, were fresh the whole time. And then he says, well, Brian, I, I would have been beating your friend's ass, but <laughs> you don't have any. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> yeah. I, 
I don't want to. I don't want to punch trees. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to do any damage to, to, to the ficuses. Right. Uh, man, we get a, a, another ramp segment. Uh, this is uh, involving the Varsity Blondes. This kind of threw me. I wasn't mad at it, but I'm. It was just curious because I thought the, the, the change of target, right? Yeah, yeah very much yeah. so. And what we mean is uh, Tony Sh- uh, Schiavone, uh, Shivani, He introduces the Varsity Blondes, and much like when he introduced Sammy G, doesn't get far before they're interrupted. Uh, we see the lights go out, and then they come back on for Malachi Black to appear on the ramp. Uh, He's wearing his mask as well. He removes it to spew black mist in Julia Hart's face, even though Pillman Jr. sold it too. But when the lights came back on, he wasn't and was tending to, you know, the scream crying Julia Hart. Um, but yeah, at that point, Black had disappeared. I mean, yeah, so you, it is. You, you heard Garrison more angry off off camera, than, yeah, and then you heard, yeah, definitely. So, uh, and then we get to the main event, man. Uh, Brian Danielson taking on Johnny Hunky, aka John Silver, Long it's Island's very own. Yeah, man, uh, not a bad match. At one point, both men engage in a battle of kicks. Uh, when Silver actually surprisingly locks in his own heel hook, uh, Brian tries to actually break the hold, but Johnny is just too hungry, baby. Uh, Silver actually counters the running knee attempt with a small package and hits a deadlift German suplex for two. And then uh, Silver actually goes for the spin doctor, but Brian rakes the eyes and uh, rains down repeated elbows on top of his head until Silver goes limp. And then he uh, actually picks up Silver for a got-style pile driver, then locks in a grounded full Nelson for the stoppage win. A lot of people keep saying it was a label lock. No, it was not, bro. Trust me. Study it. Look how he what he did. He wrapped his arm. He threaded his arm. See, I, I, behind, was, he did. I was back and forth because I was like, I was thinking, I was like, did he hit him with a... a a full Nelson or a half Nelson submission and tap him out? Or was he trying to shoot the half and turn him over, but he was so out from... Maybe, yeah. You know what I mean? That's that, true too, that, yeah. that they were just like, oh, like they were trying to sell that he can't even turn him over because he's just, he's donezo. You yeah, know what I mean? maybe. But uh, post-match, we do see uh, him grab a mic. He uh, starts boasting about how he's kicked all the faces, you know, from Uno to Cabana to Angels, and then realizes he actually, you know, even though he beat Silver... He didn't stomp his face, so he says, hey, I'm nothing if not a man of my word, and I promise to kick Silver's head in like I'm going to do to Paige next week. And uh, so Brian kind of circumvents the referees that are checking in on Silver and begins to stomp on his face when Adam Page rushes down. Uh, of course, Page peppers in a few right hands, but Brian manages to powder out. Uh, Page then grabs a mic and vows to stomp the cowboy shit out of him next week, uh, which, yeah, left a good flavor in my mouth, I will say, uh, as they uh, end the show um, oh, in preparation for Winners Coming. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, that was dynamite. Was that really all? Yeah, eleven things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was. Uh, it wasn't too bad. Um, Bucks came back. Yeah. I mean, we got the. We finally have the. Uh, the AW Tag Team Championship match going down yeah. between FTR and. I will uh, say too, what was weird with the Lucha Bucks Bros. thing? You see Nick limp at some point. And they're like, oh, I think something's wrong with Nick. It's like and, Nick and, and, has and, and, a heel injury. You well, guys know this. You talked about it for the last couple of weeks. See, the, the funny thing is like, oh, you see him, maybe something with his shoulder. I'm like, how do you limp with your shoulder, fam? Bruh, you know? <laughs> that was weird. But, but, but like you said, uh, you know, with the Bucks uh, yeah. back, I just wanted to make the point that it was cool to see a Meltzer driver. It's been a while. Well, that's why I wasn't mad that they, that they ended up getting it. That's why I was like telling you, like, yeah, I kind of felt more like a like we were watching at a New Japan show. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's one of those things where he tried to get it, but then he even – tried it a different way like he did like a uh almost like a pump handle 
lift yeah. to, to, to get them into the and it the whole wasn't position. the I think that was my problem was we've seen it done more flush and, and great, but it didn't look great. Hey, and Matt's it's hurt like, too. He, he, he almost got killed in front of his family on pay per view. I just don't know <laughs> if it needs a whole inside out flip. Like, yeah, no, I just I think the way you know with the with the because uh, they've done the same thing to the machine guns. You know, Shelly will go for the sliced bread. He tries to flip over. He turns it right into a, a, a tombstone. Boom! Melts a driver. Go home. You know, t- go to the pay window. We good. So, uh, and then go to Nike Town, <laughs> and, and and get the good stuff. Oh, or, which in in Matt <laughs> Matt's vernacular is Stizbiz, aka Starbucks. <laughs> Stizbiz, Stizbiz. Those guys do that with everything, man. I did. I am caught up on BTE, by the way. Finally, so. But uh, yeah, man, that was this week in wrestling. Uh, hopefully, we didn't we didn't hold you too long. Uh, we know it's been busy. The holidays are upon us, man. So, like you know, wh- whether you're trying to get things going for on the gift side, get your tree going, whatever it is, or whatever your very own holiday tradition, we thank you guys for taking some time out and uh, letting us enlighten your Friday. You know, with some uh, wrestling review and news, of course. And um, uh, yeah, if you man. guys are, you know, kind of procrastinating on the decorating, you need something to play uh, in the background to help accompany your plight Ooh. to, uh, you know, make the the household look festive. Tell them. Hit that play button, man. You know, that's all we're here for. And, and and think about this. You get updated on what's going on at the same time. Boom. Boom. You know what I'm saying? It's called adulting. Multitasking. The like. You know, but I do want to thank you guys for doing what you always do, man, and that's supporting what we do, man. And, you know, we love doing what we do, and we couldn't do what we do without y'all doing what you do. That's important. So keep mm. doing that. Yes, sir. Everywhere on social media, man, that's at the Quincy Jones Show, and that is on Instagram. That is qu- at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter and backslash the Quincy yes, Jones Show on Facebook. Of course, we also got Doc representing for the uh, the show as well with uh, the TikTok stuff, as well as his own Doc underscore KGS. Yeah, guys, um, follow me at Doc Lesnar. Uh, I mean, I, I got Twitter. That's I'm Doc Lesnar. Facebook's I'm Doc Lesnar. But everything that I'm really on frequently is Doc Lesnar. Check out our Mercari yeah. as well, man. I got wrestling bundles for the holiday, baby. No, he check do. It out, man. Definitely check him out. Doc yeah, Lesnar on Mercari. Yeah. Uh, even if you're not a Mercari and looking for some stuff and uh, don't want to have to, you know, fill out the, the profile and app and all yeah. Hit him up. Yeah. Hit him up. Hit you me know, up. You know, yeah, seriously. Slide man. in the DMs and he'll give you a fair price. He ain't one of these uh, price nah. gougers, man. No, nah. really I'm trying to give you more for your buck for sure. But yeah, man, again, thanks again. This week in review and news, man. You know what it is. Check out No Mercy right now on Spotify, everywhere you stream your music. Check Appreciate out This you. Is Awesome everywhere you stream your music. Definitely. Um, like we said, man, it's nothing like whistling while, while you work. So go ahead and get some motivation while you're getting these decorations in. Other than that, my dude, man, winter is coming next week. But until then, <laughs> winter's coming this weekend. We go. We're going to Boston. It's <laughs> crazy. we be in Boston, but yeah. uh, we're definitely, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. it next week, oh, man. Definitely. Uh, and on that note, three words for you. Top, Top guys, guys out. out.